0: All right, welcome to the Saniac podcast, your favorite MTV's the Challenge podcast and publication. <laughs> We have an awesome website you can check out with tons of cool challenge content, including quizzes, written recaps, some Twitter recaps, challenge news, and all that good stuff. And we also have a quiz coming out this weekend, so stay tuned for that. I think we'll probably release that on Saturday. It's one of Hannah's quizzes. Uh, They're really fun to do. Such a good weekend activity if you're into challenge trivia. I am Shawnee Suisa, and this is my co-host, Zach Calhoun. Fuck the stands. Fuck the stands. On to (laughs) y'all. (laughs) zach has had enough you guys we're probably going to be getting really shady this episode because i'm like annoyed with everyone honestly (laughs) i don't know what's going on but i woke up pissed at all the challenge fans (laughs) today (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> like they're just driving me bananas like everyone just needs to stop with the talking you know oh yeah yeah it's yeah it's killing me anyways we'll uh, we'll get into all of that but before we get started i do want to remind you guys about our amazing sponsor stitcher premium you can go to stitcher.com forward slash premium and use our promo code saniac for a month off your monthly plan you get all your favorite podcasts ad free you even gotta listen to the saniac podcast although it will still have this uh short ad in it <laughs> but check that out i love stitcher they're fucking awesome they've got a great phone app great desktop um situation so go and check that out stitcher.com forward slash premium and don't forget to use our promo code Saniac. and if you can't spell it look at the episode that you're watching uh all right so before we get into the actual episode we are going to talk about the Naya and Jordan live because both Zach and I were watching it. It was really funny to see Zach in the comments while I was watching it. I also saw O'Myra <laughs> yeah, in there. I saw Jen in there. Uh, it was pretty cool. Like there was this, I felt like I felt like I was on Facebook chatting on one of the threads. You know, which I'm not really like yep. that engaged on the Instagram threads. So it was fun to see that. Um, But we're gonna get into that first. I personally really like the live. I do want to address some comments that were made on the challenge fans post um, in regards to the live. So anthony posted on challenge fans about that the live was happening he just you know let everybody know and there was a bunch of really stupid fucking comments in the whole thread and all of them essentially went like this oh they're only doing this now so that way they don't get in trouble or so that way they can get called back onto the show or blah 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 oh they're only apologizing now because it's a trend blah 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 right well News flash, you motherfuckers! They've already done this on a fucking after show. They did a whole thing on this. They've also done this on other podcasts individually, and they've also t- spoken about it together in different um, press appearances. So it's like, chill out. You know, this actually isn't why they're doing it now. They've already done it. They did it years ago. Uh, this conversation is nothing new. People don't care new. about
1: those things, shiny They care about right now and what uh well, no, is i don't, I don't think that's that what about. it is
0: i don't think it comes down to like what they care or don't care about it's the effort that goes into researching the situation and seeing what's actually been done about it already so a lot of people are just going at this from a very ignorant perspective and i don't mean ignorant in like they don't understand the world i mean ignorant to these situations like yeah, they this like situation. they are not they are throwing out comments before they even do their due diligence on a lot of these topics and this is one of those stories where it's like it takes five seconds search the fucking groups guys and i understand maybe some of you are newer viewers maybe you weren't around when they did that after show whatever who i I don't know you know uh but just like google google is free motherfuckers google is free like you can use that shit all day every day 24 7 no one can stop you okay we live in a free internet state so use some google use some google and figure this shit out before you come at all these people in a thousand different directions and i also feel like i do understand that there are people i'm not saying i don't understand this idea that there are people using this movement right now and using this opportunity to apologize for a lot of this shit in order to prevent themselves from getting in trouble i don't doubt that there are people doing that there are some people who are not genuinely sorry for sure that's just the world we live in not everybody is you know, not everybody is into self growth in that kind of way, or not everybody else is in a place where they've actually realized they're wrong yet, right? And and so I understand that side. But not every situation is that, and labeling it that before you even understand what's going on is just stupid, and it also prevents like any growth from happening. So, I just encourage you guys to actually learn about the story between Naya and Jordan from what they've said. Stop throwing out things that aren't even accurate, okay? Dor- Jordan didn't literally call black females monkeys, that isn't what happened. Like, she- he didn't spit on Naya, he was spitting out Cheerios on Naya. Like, learn the details of the story, learn the facts, don't go around speaking viewing shit and on top of that in the live jordan has admitted as he's admitted before in many different occasions that what he did was wrong he felt super bad about it he understood it it didn't come from a racial per- point of view but he understood that those actions were in fact racist and that he should not do those things so i just like stop saying he hasn't said sorry stop saying he hasn't owned up to it he's not excusing it at all it's just annoying like get to the actual you get to know what the actual story is before you start going off. Like, you sound like idiots. And not to use Zach's word, but you're fucking casuals, man. Like, you're you're literally casuals. That's the only way to put it.
1: I mean, the, there's so much... that When we talked about everything going on last week, when we talked about the race relations and equality and the movements and the protests, and, and as it related to the challenge community last week, one of the things I said... Probably the first thing I said was that I'm not seeing anything going on in the challenge community involving this that's bringing out more positivity. And that the entire point Mm. of this is to promote understanding, positivity, equality, and it has actually gotten more toxic over the last week. And in my opinion, it is because... So many people are willing to just follow voices that you know that they deem to be credible. And so many people in challenge fandom are so willing to follow voices of faceless people, faceless mm. stan accounts. Armoria defender and J challenge and gamer and it's it's really sick. Okay, I've been. I am not going to promote the new Cara Maria Defender account by. I'm not going to say their tag, but I told you, and I think I don't remember if I said it on the show or not. Last week, when this account started popping up and posting all the Jordan stuff and going after specific cast members, I told you. I guarantee you, this is Cara Maria Defender, Mm. and and that's exactly who it was. It has come out in the time this week and they've just gone back to, so last week I checked this account. I screenshotted it. They're tagging hashtag BLM, hashtag BLM in their attempts to get Jordan canceled and, and all these things. So they're, they're promoting it. Like they care about the movement. Like they care about black lives matter and they care about canceling, you know, racist people. Um, and this week, it just starts moving on because they start posting all the shit about Car Maria. Like, oh y'all, y'all said Car Maria is the evil one. Look who the evil one is, and all that stupid Stan bullshit. And then yeah. this guy from Siesta Key who had these awful tweets. I, I don't know if you saw that. Oh he got my god, from the his show. Reddit
0: comments were crazy. Yes. I've so, never seen anything. I mean, that that's like probably the worst. Maybe him and Taylor's are like fucking nuts.
1: Yes, and and his were pretty recent too. So,
0: yeah, that's what I heard. You guys should guys look that up. If you're not in reality TV fans, you can go in there. We've got a whole post about it. It was wild.
1: Yeah, there there was some kind of um, thread or or some some kind of TMZ report, and I believe they they mentioned gamers account, right? So so then. The, the new Car Maria Defender account, who is, by the way, trying to promote themselves under the guise of Black Lives Matter and a banner of, like, bringing change. They start making all these jokey comments like, oh, how come you get mentioned by TMZ? How come nobody's pointing out everything I did for it? Uh, you know, I'm getting buried over here. You know, where's my cred? Cry face, cry face. And I'm just looking at this like, dude, you want to talk about what is outrageous and despicable? This is. This is a legit thirst trap. You're Mm. you're not doing this for Black Lives Matter. You're doing this for your own stand bullshit, and people are buying into it because the people are so outraged right now, and the fan base is so vulnerable, and they see these things. And on the surface, it looks like something that's that's somebody's that's fighting for justice or whatever. Yeah, no, it looks.
0: Yeah, it looks like it's coming out of. Well, I think there's a lot of people. Listen, my my thoughts are that you know people are going to capitalize on a ton of different opportunities, whether it's selling rainbow items during pride month in order to make money off of, you know, the LGBTQ community when you're anti gay marriage or some bullshit like that, which there are, you know, they've been found out to be a lot of companies like that, or whether it be somebody who's, you know, a closeted racist using the movement in order to sort of cover their ass, um, yeah. and, and be part of the trend or whatever. Um, and, and I think that like, I'm not one to go crazy on, 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 people although lately i've been feeling it uh apart from zach really but when i was (laughs) looking out online at that twitter account it's just like so apparent what they're trying to do and i feel like it's just like disgusting like this movement actually means something to so many people and to use it for your own stan agenda is just stupid as fuck like it's actually stupid think about what that actually is you know and what that actually means coming out of them and on top of that i mean we know stans are unhealthy we know that the stan uh, community is unhealthy. We know that there's a lot of psychopaths in there. Listen, there's some cool stands, don't get me wrong. Uh, you know, we, we fuck with you fucked with the wrong podcast for sure, and, and those ladies definitely identify as stands, but like I'm sorry, the shit that we have been seeing from CMD or the new CMD and whatever the shit it is, like it is just so horrible. And put your face behind your put your face behind your words. That's what I'm saying. Put yeah. your face don't call behind. Us a rat. Your Somebody words.
1: called us a rat. J Challenge called us rats. Like, dude, Jay, you're a catfish. First of all, Le- calling a, a Jew a
0: rat is one of the most anti-Semitic insults you can have out there. So go oh, and ga- f- gamer, fuck yourself. Oh, Gamer, by the way, Gamer said
1: that, um, Okay. Gamer said that white, uh, you know, that we as white males and white females should not, uh, be dictating what people's defense levels are. Uh, I'm. I don't think you're a white female, Shani. Would no. you like to update us on
0: that? No. I might pass, you guys, but if I'm traveling with my family and shit, we're profiled at every airport we go to, especially with my brother and his fucking full-ass beard. Uh, I'm, I'm from Morocco. My mom was born in Cameroon, but her parents are born in Morocco. My dad was born in Casablanca. His parents were born in fucking Morocco. I mean, not even Casablanca, just a tiny town outside of Casablanca. Like, my family is straight out of Morocco. We've been there since before the Spanish Inquisition. So... Uh, I do take offense to that. I'm one of the first generations of my family that is not considered a second-class citizen. Think about that, Zach, for a second. I'm the first person that is growing up at this age and is not considered a second-class citizen in my family. I mean, that's actually nuts. My mom got a little bit luckier because in Cameroon, Jews were a lot more welcomed. Um, there weren't that many there, but they were just, there, there was a much more of a, uh, welcoming and loving spirit there. But for my dad, I mean, they're second class citizens. They don't, they don't make any trouble and then they don't get any trouble. That was the whole rule. You know, the Moroccans allowed them to, to practice Judaism, but that was as far as it went. You know, the thing with Jews though, Zach, is that it's whatever is bad is what people want to call us. That's the thing. Mm -hmm. So back when back when being white was superior, right, like 50 plus years ago or whatever it was, and the KKK was still active and people were still, uh, you know, killing Jews left, right and center, which, by the way, they are in a lot of fucking places in the world. Uh, But back when it was good to be white, Jews were not at all. Now it's considered bad to be white. So Jews are. Jews are considered that, right? And it's the most annoying thing because it's whatever we can vil- whatever we can be vilified as, that's what they're going to vilify us. But if you go to a white supremacist or a KKK member and you you say that a Jew is a member of your tribe, a Jew is white just like you, um, are you kidding me? Do you know that conversation is going to go down? Not good, you guys. Not good. Like, not good at all. Uh, and so for me personally, like fighting for BLM, I don't like making it about anti-Semitism because I think that our fights are... Are both valid, but both need to be happening. And I understand that I still okay, even though I do identify as all of those things. I still have a lot of fucking privilege in the fact that I pass in the society, and in the fact that I'm not a black female in the society. You know, so I might be a POC, but I'm not a black female, and I understand that. And so, and the way that I identify with the cause is that I want. I want everyone to be able to feel like I feel I'm the first member of my family, the first generation that isn't a second-class citizen in society. I want everybody else to get that same feeling as well. I want all my black friends to be able to have kids and those kids to be raised feeling like they're the first generation of individuals that are really experiencing actual equality. They also have privilege. They also have those things, you know? So that's where my fight comes from with this. And that's also kind of why it pisses me off when people use the cause to further their stupid ass points, like I don't know, it's just uh, it's it's just gross. Like the way that it comes about, it is just so. It's like this is a real thing, you guys. This is Early, genuine. Right. She said,
1: "People want us to be divided." Literally, and that's true. And one of the problems is oh, that yeah. some of the people that want us to be divided, they don't even know it. They're unaware. The the you know. So what we're seeing on Twitter right now, what when, when you have a legit moment of civil public discourse between Naya and Jordan. Whatever motives you want to say going into it, what whatever they, if you actually watched it and you listened to it, you saw two people who really love and care about each other talking about how they, you know, they grew up on a television show that has a mm. history of racial relations and mm. and bringing together people that. Have to learn the hard way how to like how to coexist and 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 about different walks of life that they didn't know about before. There's a whole fucking history of this on the on the real world and on reality television. Yeah, as the real but world pioneered see, this.
0: The real world pioneered it. Yeah, they this. fucking pioneered it. Yeah. And if
1: you see this happening, if you see this going down, and you come into the live saying racist, 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 fuck you, screw you, Naya for for tolerating this, you know Jordan's a racist you're part of the problem mm. because you're not allowing actual civil discourse to take place. And you're ignorant to that. And it really bothers me. It's one of my trigger points. I'm sorry. I just can't fucking... I no, can't take I it. Agree. I can't take nameless, faceless trolls wanting to make this shit harder and then thinking that they're coming from the civilized side, that they're fighting for righteousness or some shit like that. You guys are insane. Yeah, it's, just,
0: it's just... like. I also I, – I think that people can learn so much more from individuals who have made their same mistakes and have grown out of them. And so for me, you know, if somebody is going to um – do a live like that you know whether i don't know i've made mistakes in my life like i I admitted last time when i made the mistake with uh with the asian fetish thing with d you know that's something that like if there was a live happening about that and there was a whole discussion about it and somebody had made a similar mistake and they were coming forward and talking about it like i i would love to hear from them because i think learning from somebody who has made a similar mistake to you and how they've grown out of it and what they've learned from it is such a powerful tool to help your growth because they've literally had to go through the same process you know it's the same thing as like for example you know addicts becoming sponsors right once they're you know at some point in their journey and then they want to sponsor somebody else and they want to help them like you're teaching that person the next generation how to cope because you've gotten out of those problems you've had to deal with similar things you've had to grow in similar ways so it's like growing out of ignorance growing out of ignorance in this way it's so helpful to get that perspective from someone and you know maybe there is people like Jordan who have used the n-word before in a way that really was you know the disgusting but they didn't mean it in that way and it came out and then they didn't know what to do after like kind of a thing and they they had maybe a similar situation um to him and then they hear his perspective now they hear how him and i have grown out of it that's going to benefit that person in order to grow out of that uh that ignorance and to grow mm-hmm. into that education that we are all looking for you know i once had i don't know if i told you this story but i was at the dispensary. This was one of the most because this was really recent. So for me, it hit me hard because like everything going on right now, people have been really sensitive. You know, there's not been like that many crazy ass comments apart from on the Internet. But in real life, uh, anti-Semitic comments have gone down, at least personally for me. But I was at the dispensary and I mentioned to the girl that I was Jewish, whatever. And her reaction was, oh, you're so lucky. I heard you guys get really good deals. Like, that that was what she said. Now, mind you, I honestly, like, couldn't help but crack up. Like, I didn't know. I was so so in shock that somebody would say that. And right after she said it, Zach, I swear to God, this girl was, like, one of those see-through white human beings, you know, where you can see their veins, like, kind of. And she (laughs) went tomato red because she instantly realized, like, what she just said. You know what I mean? And I don't think she even... I feel like she was just working on the job and she was trying to make conversation and some shit came out. And it was just, I mean, one of those serious foot in mouth moments like, holy shit, you know, that is. Yeah.
1: And, and you, re- yeah, you realize it. Do you know what I'm You're saying? Right? That happened on Survivor. That happened on, on, on Island of the Idols on season 39. You remember where the guy mm. was talking to Jamal at night and he he asked Jamal if he was, you know, had his do-rag on his head. And and Jamal had that. Had, do sit, I do not
0: remember sit, that? Mm,
1: I don't know, but it, it happened last year. Well, maybe you don't remember it because Survivor oh. fans didn't like all make an effort to cancel this guy. And wait, was Marie's it? I don't think shit.
0: I watched like that. At the end of that season.
1: I think his name was Jack. I I don't remember the guy's name, but he he accidentally made a comment about asking Jamal if he was wearing a do-rag on his head, and Jamal had a... It was one of the most powerful moments of the season because Jamal had a really honest, you know, educational moment with him. Like, hey, man... Oh,
0: oh my God, I do remember that. And that was such a good conversation. And Jamal was really shocked that the conversation went so well because he like people hadn't been receptive to him in the past so for him it was yes yes i do remember that conversation that yeah, was it, it was a great. really
1: powerful yeah, moment yeah absolutely and,
0: and but that's what and, i felt yeah, like with it, this girl in Spencer. she she apologized right after she was like oh my god like i can't like you know what i mean she felt it and i i and i understood that and i was like yeah that's kind of a stereotype you probably shouldn't go down that route um you know and yeah. sort of took i mean i didn't have much time but i took the opportunity to be able to educate her and so i do feel like there are Those situations, I don't, uh, is it Rainy or Raina? I'm not sure um, how to pronounce your name, but drop it in there so I can pronounce it correctly. She commented, there's a difference between ignorance and racism. People who are ignorant should be given the chance to learn and grow. And I completely agree with that. Although I do think that there are people who will do racist things out of ignorance, not out of racism, you know? And I do think those people, while they might have had more severe um. Uh, uh, mistakes or you know severe racist moments they still also should be given like everybody should be given the chance to educate and learn and grow because that's the goal here the goal is to literally mm-hmm. get everybody on the planet on the same page right everybody on the planet should be anti-racist and we can't just wait for them all to die like fucking Racists are being born all the time in in random ass little cult societies. So we have to get to work on on everyone as possible. Yeah. yeah,
1: Upbringing is such an important thing because you get brought up inside of a bubble. You go outside of your bubble with what you've learned. And then you go into a world that that maybe you don't understand. Maybe you're not equipped for. Mm -hmm. And, you know, how are you going to learn from that? Uh, I want to address what, uh, what Raheel said. Said, but MTV is also not allowing for civil discourse, in, in reference to my comments, to take place either. So aren't they part of the problem, Zach? Yes, absolutely MTV is a part of the problem uh, and the yeah. way that they have gone about this. And the fact that MTV... Look, MTV used to be a network where... They had faces of the network. Mm. You knew who Kurt Loder was and who Tabitha Soren was and who Matt Pinfield were. These were people on MTV talking to you about the news and about current issues every day. MTV is a faceless entity now. It's a, it, it, they have three television shows on the whole network, and you know,'re spo- I, I guess they invest a lot of stock in Rob Dyrdek and J- and Johnny Bananas it's a lot different now. Mm. MTV needs to revamp big time. They need to revamp their network. They need to revamp some of their production teams after some of the tea that I'm hearing today about this season (laughs) of the challenge. They need to do a lot of work revamping the network, for sure.
0: Yeah, I agree. They they need to do training, like I said last time. I don't know why there is not training. The ADL, the Anti-Defamation League, they're phenomenal, and they offer anti discrimination, anti racism training um, to these companies. They need to fucking get on board with that kind of shit. That is the stuff that I want to see from MTV, and and you know, MTV does need to be held accountable for many things, but definitely in this area, I do think there is you know, I do have a problem with what the resolution is. Like, I don't want Jordan to be fired, but I also don't think that Taylor deserved to be fired, and I feel like they both had really similar cases, even though Taylor's tweets were worse than what Jordan did, but they were both. I mean, they were both bad. You know, I think that they were pretty on par with each other. So I'm wondering if I don't know if this is true, but I'm wondering if because Jordan is the challenge and Taylor's teen mom, that there's maybe a couple different execs involved on either end that are influencing the decision one way or the other. Because I'd like to ho- yeah, I'd like that. to hope that they would treat both of those situations equally um, Cause they were very similar, and they, and weren't they around the same time period as well? Like I f- I can't remember, but I feel like they were. Yeah. I Feel like they were right uh, around I'm the same. I'm almost positive. Yeah. because Taylor
1: was like 2012-ish. Yeah, 2012, I
0: 2013. I think were her tweets, and yeah. and I'm pretty sure that's when Jordan's season was going on. So, I don't know. I just I do I do have still an issue with that inconsistency there. Um, and and I don't know. I'd li- yeah. Some of the
1: takeaways from the live between Nia and and Jordan. First of all. If you were watching this with, with an unbiased eye Yo, like Naya if, if looks you good. came
0: she needs to, she looks like she looks like she's fit too. I, I want her to oh, come definitely. back.
1: Like if you came to that conversation looking to, you know, just feel somewhat better about people being able to talk out real issues and get along, then then that's what you got out of that conversation. But the, the problem is that so many people were in there. Trying to say that Jordan had an agenda in doing this when they clearly had an agenda themselves. At some point, Naya and Jordan acknowledged the fact that, like, hey, Jordan, yeah, you know, Hmm. Jordan, you were really young when this happened. I'd like to think that you've grown in the almost 10 years since then. And I saw one comment. I shit you not. The comment was all caps. It said, Jordan, you were not young. You were 20. What?
0: Yeah, twenty's not young. Well, how old was 20? that guy? People even, don't do you know?
1: stupid shit at twenty. That guy's probably like twenty-three. People don't do stupid shit at twenty that they regret and they grow and learn from in their life. Are you fucking kidding me? Go Is on. that the standard that we're out here setting? I did
0: some really stupid shit back then, you guys. I definitely did. Everybody did. I well, why are we all acting like... like
1: we're not on the same level here? Of. Doing, like, messing up in our youth and trying to grow up and caring about everyone and, like...
0: I think that a so lot of divide. people had issues with the fact that Naya was speaking um like predominantly she was speaking throughout the live and for me i got the perspective that it was because naya wanted to do the live she's the one who asked jordan to do it and she had more to say on the matter and she was she was more amped on the topic because it felt as if naya was coming in there from a perspective of like this is my friend and you know i i was there i knew what happened i knew how he meant everything and i don't want people running away with this story and this misconception that my friend is somehow Uh, you know, a racist uh, or a bigot or someone who hates me for the color of my skin. And so she seemed more um, uh, enthused to be there. And, And I could tell that Jordan, like, yeah, he wanted to have the conversation. He wanted to be there for sure. But it seems like he's been beat down by a lot of what's been going on online like i feel as if and you know maybe that's why tori was um bombarding the the comment section with just a bunch of hearts and stuff yeah because there was so much stupid negativity going on there that it was like this conversation isn't about that you know it wasn't if you wanted to come with an actual question or a genuine um disagreement on the discussion then i think that they would have welcomed that but there was so much just like uh, put a red heart if you're a racist while well, everybody was putting red hearts already. So it's like, what kind of yep. stupid shit yeah, is that? that yeah, that, that,
1: that was Jay. Oh, was that, Jay God, that was Jay Challenge. Oh, was that Jay Challenge? That's so Yo, lame. Jay Challenge, who is a faceless catfish and has been exposed for being a catfish. This is the person that used to be called Liz, right? And then they were revealed as Jay Challenge.
0: Oh, shut up. So, is that this story? That's yes. Jay so,
1: Challenge? You, so that you person, it. who is also a hate monger stan online, um... Was saying on Twitter afterwards, this is what's you know, this is when I stepped in and started e fighting with people, admittedly. But Jay Challenge was saying to all these people, like y'all, we got so far in Tori's head during that. Oh my that, god, I think Tory Dealing just followed oh, us on Twitter. We threw hands at her. She was so pissed. So I believe I I said something along the lines of like hashtag conversations that trolls have and. Then I tagged the, I tagged Jay and 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 Gamer and Julian and that one thing and Jay blocked me immediately. Like, dude, do you know how much shit you talk to people on on Twitter about? Dude, but all and, these
0: losers block so fast in these challenge worlds yeah. when you call them out, like fucking challenge T. I they blocked me after five seconds when I called out their page for anti semitism and I wasn't even speaking to them directly. It's like yeah, it's a very
1: fragile
0: ego. Uh, it's definitely an ego thing that they have.
1: They all talk about each other like they're a big fucking deal when you really are not like. Dude, do you know how easy it would be for us to start getting challenge tips and, like, spilling tea to people? We've talked about it. We just don't—we literally don't have the time to fucking devote to it.
0: Yeah, like, I I feel like—the thing is— Like, Jay's
1: probably getting stale-ass tea from Jenny. I Are you serious? I want everyone to like,
0: understand the headspace in which me and Zach come and do this show. We love the challenge. It's fun to watch. We love talking about it. But we also are just like people who love talking and can talk about virtually anything, right? So for us, a podcast is not like we don't have to be. This doesn't have to be the most passionate topic in our lives for us to be able to come on here every single week and discuss it. It's just something we like doing. It's a hobby. But we don't we're not, I mean, I'm not dying When someone sends me a T, I'm not like, oh my God, drop my whole world. People are fighting on Twitter, you know, like, <laughs> holy shit. You know, what is Maria and Jemmy have to say now? Like that is just yeah. not the way that I look at this show at all. I think it's, you know, it's good. It's funny, whatever. And obviously there are definitely some real issues that have been coming up. I'm loving the discussions on the real issues. I think that's more meaningful for me. So it's something that I can definitely devote my heart more to, but i feel like a lot of these people these t pages these whatever they think that this stuff is gold and they put it out there as if everybody in the world should drop what they're doing there's a fucking genocide somewhere out there and that's how much we need to pay attention to this that's how they act like these stupid ass feuds are and that and that's how important we should all look at them as it's like come on i implore all of you to have that groundedness, to have that reality, to step back and not get sucked in to made to feel as if like this shit is the most important end-all be-all because there is shit that really matters out there, you guys. And use this as entertainment. Don't use this as like, oh, I just feel like it's their life at this point, you know? They're living it 24-7. I mean, can you do you guys understand how much work it would take to post all the fucking tweets of all the drama that goes on out there? honestly think about that think about how much work that takes i mean the amount of content we put out there like i'm working full time but i'm also working hard on saniac and that's like that's like the most that we can really handle so i can't even imagine these fuckers that are doing this 24 7 that is so much effort so much time listen i'm all about content creation i am but stop acting like it's like the end of the world stop acting like tmz has to source sort you source you source you cite you
1: source you uh uh I don't know. Acknowledge. Wow. What the Ooh.
0: fuck is that word yeah. you got? So,
1: um, Corey, Corey nailed it. He said the only quality tea we've been getting has been from Challenge, Height, Truth, or Ooh. Real, Recognized,
0: Real.
1: I think that's, I think that's Yo, true. Yo,
0: Challenge Height Truther got a shout-out on... Yeah, uh, yeah. you want to talk about shout-outs, yeah. Julian.
1: Challenge Height Truther, whoever they are, Challenge shout out Truther. on the ESPN podcast. Challenge so. Height Truther...
0: Ch- ch- I can't... You guys, I can't. I'm mumbling today. Challenge Height Truther is really making a climb in this world, you guys. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Listen. Uh,
1: let, let, me, let me read you a tweet that... So when we were, you know... When I was sending out tweets that were uh, literally unfuckable, I mean, you can't disagree with any of the logic that I've shared in the tweets. This one account... It's really funny. Whenever you go at Stan accounts, they have, like, their cult supporters who just jump in for them. Yes. You ever notice, like, if you're going at Stan accounts saying, hey, you guys are spreading unnecessary negativity and hate, you always have, like, 20 people jump on you. How dare you say that the hate mongers are spreading unnecessary hate? <laughs> so this one account said to me... Um. that oh wait they blocked us so I'm trying to make sure I have the tweets right <laughs> everybody was blocking us um Back I do believe hardcore
0: at people today
1: yeah and I didn't say anything offensive I, I don't I don't play like that I don't go in and like call people really offensive names did we lose a lot of followers like
0: today or not really
1: uh no, we got blocked by J Challenge because J Challenge is is uh, uh apparently a very fragile catfish. Cut that and send it to. Well, him, you by know, the way. we
0: just gained a follower in Tory Deal literally a couple minutes ago on our Twitter. Oh,
1: Ooh! oh! Ooh! you can thank me for that. Ooh! That was my tweet. Hey, that was my tweet. How, how is it that uh, your
0: tweets are the ones that get us the follow back from Tori? <laughs> We're gonna let that one slide. I don't know.
1: <laughs> so this one account says in reference to Julie. Uh, I'm sorry, to Cara Maria Defender's new muckraker account. I do believe that account is fighting for equality because he has kept it consistent in calling out racism on these shows. He called D out when Kara was friends with her called Camilla out, even continued to call bananas out when Cara and him were cool. You got to come up with something else. This is the most like ground level thin, not understanding logic oh, argument. I can, even I have shit to imagine. say about that.
0: I have tons of shit to say about that. I Please am do. so sick Of everybody calling out the cast and not calling out the motherfucking companies. Do you guys not realize that these casting agencies, these production companies, the motherfucking editors, the executive producers, the network heads, everybody running this shit, everybody creating the storylines, creating the narratives, the producers on the actual field doing the shooting. Why are we not calling out all of those people who have such a huge hand, who have had a, a decades and decades of history of just stereotyping people? And you know what? The thing is, Zach, like they don't even just stereotype POC. They stereotype the white people, too. When you go to these castings, they're looking for the jock, the surfer. I will say, though, that there are more white stereotypes available to fit into for sure. And there are less POC stereotypes, but they literally focus their whole Uh, casting agenda on finding these stereotypes people can relate to, because for some reason there's this ridiculous misconception that people can only relate to these individual stereotypes. So you have to have the surfer, you have to have the jock, you have to have the girl next door, you have to have the crazy one, you have to have, you know, if it's an Asian, they're like the intellectual Asian, right? I mean, it's so ridiculous how much they look for this kind of stuff and cam and Devon have spoken about this at length where they didn't want to be edited down into the yelling black girl stereotype you know and that's kind of how bailey was edited on big brother as well i didn't really watch Mm -hmm. the live feeds i can't i can't speak for how she was 24 7 but the way that she was edited was definitely along those lines and so why are you not calling you're not consistent okay this account is not consistent because you guys are just calling out the cast for tweets you're not calling out the companies that have been perpetuating these stereotypes and this discrimination for so long for so long these are the people choosing the representation on these shows why is there only one fucking current asian chick why how is that even possible I don't know if maybe because I grew up in Irvine or because I grew up in SoCal, but I had a lot of Asian friends growing up. Why? Why is there such a disproportionate amount not on TV? Like, it's crazy to me. There is such little representation for so many different communities. And this is due to the casting network, to the production network. I mean, my God, you guys, you know, call out the right people. Call out the people with the power. You're calling out cast members and you're feeding in to what the companies want. The companies always want a fall guy. Oh, well, we fired D. Oh, well, we fired Taylor. Our hands are cleared of all the racism. Uh, mm-hmm. Are you kidding me? No. No. Not even fucking close. And all of these idiotic accounts that can't think below the surface level are are acting like they're staying consistent. Oh, they're calling out the right racist. They're calling out this. They're calling out that. Like, get the fuck out of here. Get the fuck out of here. You don't even know what it is you're saying anymore. You're not even calling out the right people.
1: Right down the middle. All right. Right down the middle. I got my Michael Jackson Moonwalker shirt on right now. We're calling it right down the middle. We're moonwalking on all your asses right I now. Shout really out to our girl. Learn how to we got now. our girl Jamara in the comments tuning in from Puerto Rico. And, yeah. and Jamara, I see that new profile pic. I see that new profile Ooh, pic.
0: Oh I do too. That's a nice we're, one. We're
1: we're paying attention. Wait, there's a
0: really good okay, Cardi B just posted this fucking hilarious post um on her Instagram of like this house with a shit ton of Puerto Rican flags. Cause like if you walk through certain areas and neighborhoods in New York, you'll just see a ton of Puerto Rican flags. But this one house, you gotta go see it. Go check it out. <laughs> Cardi B's Insta. stuff.
1: <laughs> okay. I'm I'm on that. I'm on that. Uh one more thing I wanna say before we get into the recap of last night's episode and I'm sure we're gonna go into all kinds of <laughs> fun directions we'll get there at the hour mark you guys yeah yeah um what what we were you know what we were just saying about MTV they used to be a place where you know you've you've got your news networks okay everybody knows that they can watch CNN or god forbid Fox News or whatever you know Dude, MSNBC I hate news. whatever news network that um, adults in a different age range watch to get their news but MTV used to be a voice for the youth truly and and, and people in, in in my age range too whatever you want to cl- classify me as yes, um, old, now but old. but MTV was a network where they had a different perspective but they were they were keeping up with all of the relevant events and they were someone whose voice you needed to hear because they were more pro- you know?
0: they were progressive.
1: They were so progressive. Yeah. We're talking about the 1992LA riots in the wake of the Rodney King beating. Do you know how many people on a daily basis, born yes, that. they were watching the news, but they were tuning in MTV. They, they, they wanted to get the voice of, they wanted to see what the mm. youth had to say about it. They wanted to give guidance and clarity and an outlet to those voices. And we just don't have that anymore. We have <laughs> Julian, we have Carmaria Defender on Twitter telling people how to feel. And that is so dangerous. That is so dangerous to think that these people are doing what's right to combat racism because they're not. I can fucking assure you, whether you think I have any credibility to speak on it or not, which if you you don't think I do, fine, Mm -hmm. I agree with you. I probably don't. But I'm just telling you, like... I know I know that personally there used to be a better representation for the voice. But but Zach, I mean you gotta look at what MTV
0: is now, like what they're airing. It's the voice is ridiculousness. Do you know what I mean? Like the voice is literally Yeah, Yeah, the voice is trolling. Trolling it the voice
1: is catfish. They're telling you to catfish and troll It's a bit
0: they've I think that they're just I don't know what's going on, but their diversity of content is horrible. And I don't mean like diversity in terms of individuals and race i mean literally the amount of different content on their channel is so sad it's like what the challenge catfish siesta key and ridiculous but they don't (laughs) they don't play anything else other than ridiculousness all the time and then they'll have their actual shows that air the once a week Like it's fucking weird man it is just really weird i'm not sure what the hell is going on over there but they need to they need to just they need to they need to clean house in many different areas and this is definitely yes, one of them. They do. So I feel like yeah, they don't have that voice because they don't even have the shows anymore to have that voice out there. You know, they just don't they even don't. It, they don't even have MTV that. MTV
1: was a network where you know may, maybe there was an episode of Real World San Francisco that was airing on their network and then the fucking O.J. Simpson chase is going down. And they're cutting mean, into their yeah, network it to report on the every OJ single day. Yeah. TRL every like, single day. MTV News. Deal.
0: There was so much. There was so many more programs. Oh, man. Like we used to watch TRL after school every single day. Every single day.
1: Did you watch the new? Oh yeah, of course. That was like the. Did shit. you watch the new Dave Chappelle special that just went up on YouTube? No, Everyone's
0: wait. I really it. need to see it. I I was so busy yeah. this weekend, but I definitely it's, need to it's see
1: it. It's not even. You know, it's not comedy. It, he tells a couple jokes in there, like you laugh a little bit, but it's just he's one of the few people right now who you you listen to what they're they're saying and you can just tell that it's it's from just a different, more level-headed perspective. And he says in the special, he says this is one of the last places where we can have true civil discourse. And he's right because you can't talk about, with everything so sensitive now, everyone has to tiptoe. You You can't have an open and honest discussion with the best intentions at heart to try and cover both sides of the coin. You just can't do it or you get called out. You know, we can't, we can't talk about race or comment on what's going on, on on Twitter with people being toxic because according to some people, we're two white people. So we can't, I'm not, we can't comment I'm on not I'm
0: literally it. never... I don't think I want to interact with people who don't have an actual profile picture on. Like, I understand if it's a profile yeah. picture for a cause, don't get me wrong. But if you're one of those people who never has your fucking photo out there, like, I don't want to interact with you. I'm not in the mood yeah, if, for that if, if anymore. Right?
1: If your uh, profile picture is Marie Rhoda and yeah. you're not marie rhoda can i really take you seriously yeah no i don't
0: know no you know i absolutely not like i don't it just makes me so uncomfortable i mean it it makes me equally as uncomfortable when people put out such bullshit from their own personal profiles so i don't even know what what's worse to be honest but i just don't i can't even i want to mention something that earlene has dropped in the comments apparently that guy from siesta key is also a fucking animal abuser which i mean
1: Uh, i i don't know yeah i'm not like totally
0: literally a racist and an animal abuser you guys so that guy is canceled in so many different directions oh my god uh i i i mean that's like and you know that that guy on fucking teen mom david eason who's like this psychopath i don't even watch the show but i keep up with the drama because of reality tv fans and this guy killed a dog was still on the show got back with the girl whose dog he killed like i'm just just crazy like this is just crazy it's just wild how many people there are out there that uh, genuinely deserve a ton of criticism and they don't get enough of it. You know, people are focused on Jordan. They're not focused on these.
1: My boy D heaves here. Love, love Derek. Love Derek. Um, look, we encourage everyone go watch the Jordan and Naya live. Yeah. Don't oh, it's on, take, it's don't on, don't on IGTV. Guys. On it's it. on IGTV. Yeah. Don't, don't read uh, the love war challenges, Twitter recap on it um so bad just uh just go watch it and if you like what they have to say that's cool and if you don't like what they have to say that's cool too but at least you're informed about it yeah there we go
0: Erlene, i agree i have never in my like i have a lot of of black friends in la a lot of other moroccan friends a lot i mean a lot of persian friends like most of my friends in la are very multicultural i, I mean i also have a lot of white friends don't get me wrong but i've never heard from any poc that white people shouldn't speak on this issue whatsoever whatsoever there is a difference between like speaking on the issue and telling somebody that they shouldn't be offended by something those are very different things but they want people to speak up they want everyone to speak up a really powerful thing that one of my black friends said to me recently i was at like a family event so i was the only white person there which is really typical when i go over to their house and um and it was just so beautiful the way that she put it was it's not white versus black anymore It's not black people going after white people. This is anti-racist going after racists. And so I think that's a beautiful way to put it. So you're anti-racist and you're going after racists, and that's what that's what we need to do. That's what we need to see. Everyone needs to fight together for this because it's going to take so much fucking unity, and it's going to take so much. It's going to take the young people, you guys. Like I don't know if anybody else is sick of the fact that there's so many old ass human beings like running shit that don't understand crap. It's going to take all of us. All of us. That's what Jordan
1: and naya were saying. Yes, yeah, that's, that's is, yeah, what they, they were saying They like, were saying that. Every level. Mm.
0: Yes, Yes, every level, you guys. If you don't like what's happening, you know, in the top tier, the presidential campaigns, whatever the hell is going on there, and you can't get passionate behind it. Like, don't get me wrong. I get that because this is not like, you know, amazing versus amazing. This is bullshit versus bullshit. Old ass, old ass, you know. But get involved in your local level. Get fucking involved. Seriously. Learn what's going on. Learn about your mayor. Learn about your governor. Learn about everyone. I've learned that the New York City mayor... Um, is like the most anti-Semitic ass human being on the fucking planet. So I'm hoping everybody votes against him when that election happens. But definitely vote at every single level. Get involved. We need the youth. We need all of us. Okay. And I don't like to include Zach in the youthful category um, often. <laughs> but the truth is, we're in this together. He's definitely in the age range. Yeah, I you still know, yeah. that
1: generation. Yeah, guys. you're still
0: young enough, Zach. Don't worry. You're still young enough for this. Um, but it's gonna take all of us together. And and I want everyone to speak. Up equally and and call out the bullshit when we see it and let's keep calling out the companies when you see all these people calling out the cast start calling out the companies let's do that you know let's make let's improve it from the top down, because that's really what what it comes down to. Educate yourselves,
1: everyone. Educate mm. yourselves with like the fucking music that has been recorded for thirty years, where people have been trying to get these messages across. <laughs> you wouldn't. Listen to Bad Brains, okay? Listen to this shit and fucking learn. Sorry, Bad Brains. People have been speaking out on this forever.
0: Bad Brains.
1: Yes, Bad Brains. Bad
0: Brains, what is that? <laughs>
1: You should. I'll tell you what. When we're done here, all right. Google YouTube is free. Google spot. is free. YouTube it. Spotify it. Whatever, shiny. You'll uh, be like, what the? Oh my God! Fuck?
0: What is going on here?
1: There are messages, man, that have been. People have been trying to tell us for years what's going on, and we always wait until it's too late, and then everybody wants to jump on the cause. Yeah, And they they take do. it in the complete wrong fucking direction, and that's where we're at right now. Um, Promote civil discourse. Vote at every level. Don't follow, don't follow someone's lead, you know? Like
0: don't follow Stan's lead. Educators. That's for sure. <laughs> God, that's for fucking sure one last thing before we move on from this topic is just kind of a, a programming announcement that um one of our awesome listeners jamie he wrote a piece um in regards to all of this and what's happening and the blm movement and mtv's latest decision so we're going to have that coming out um if there's any other black members or poc members of the saniac community and you guys want to get your voices out you know i know me and zach are speaking from a much more um a much different position uh, when it comes to privilege in this. And so we would like to hear your voices. We would like to amplify your voices on this topic. So please feel free to uh, submit any sort of piece. It could be a couple paragraphs. It could be one paragraph, whatever you want to submit. If you have thoughts on this topic, we would love to be able to publish that and, um, to amplify that. All right. So let's go into the episode, shall we? The episode, what an episode it was. I before we before we actually go into the recap, what do you think about the edit cuz I felt like they did a decent job with the storyline and and the continuity versus last time while keeping D out. I don't know, like I felt like it made more sense than last week. I felt like last week's was a much more of a rush job and the story had so many holes in it, but this week seemed more consistent.
1: It made more sense. The only thing you could tell that we were clearly missing is that D was in tribunal. So there was, I'm sure, a whole thread about how she was going to tr- maybe throw Rogan in to get back at him. And that just, like, didn't materialize at yeah, all. Yeah,
0: that, that part, I don't I don't know if that, I mean, we'll never really know if that was part of the storyline or not. Unless we get some tea from some of the cast. Ooh, but... Corey, is
1: Total Madness a top five worst season of all time? <laughs> Um, I don't like I don't to so. allow recency bias to dictate things, but I'm going to say yes. I don't think I so. I definitely think it's top. It's it's bottom five challenge season of all
0: time. I'm not going to say it's bottom five. I just can't go with that.
1: What's it going to take to get it there for you, Shawnee?
0: I don't know. I don't know. Listen, it's not like I love the season. I've just hated some other seasons recently a lot, a lot more. You know what I mean?
1: So we've got... Final Reckoning, which for me will forever be the worst season of all time. Which, by the way, the 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 stands love. There's a whole Final Reckoning was great movement out there because of all the all the drama in the season. Uh, Final Reckoning might have ruined the challenge, honestly. Final Reckoning it, was so if it bad. Wasn't for, if it wasn't for Final Reckoning, <laughs> like like what they what production did on Final Reckoning, they're doing to us on this season as well. In fact, that
0: was our first season recapping, wasn't it?
1: Yeah, and we didn't even finish it because it was so <laughs> bad. And probably because our lives were both train wrecks at the time. Oh my god, that's right. We, we didn't are. even
0: finish that we one. We didn't even wow. finish it. I mean, yeah. that really shows you that. Like that really shows you where where things were at for Final Reckoning. I thought it was such a like. I like the cast. I will say that I did enjoy the actual cast. Yeah, the cast was great. Um, I thought the pairings were kind of cool, but my god, the design of the season was just a catastrophe. Oh, like I don't know how yeah, anybody it, could even remotely rank that. How though, can you so.
1: how can you stand by a team that spent no 70 if you guys hate the edge of extinction on survivor in final reckoning a team that spent 75% of the game maybe 85% of the game in the redemption house finished in the in the like the top oh my 3. Oh uh, they got third place. When did
0: redemption house stop because it took us it took for a while for all of us to be complaining about it for production to actually catch on.
1: Redemption Redemption went literally up to like the last four or five teams in the season. No,
0: I mean, I mean, which with oh, the last season. We haven't,
1: we haven't had redemption since that. Since season, That that
0: thankfully. was like the, that was like the blow up of it, right? That was the peak yeah. of redemption. And then it just stopped there. I'm hoping this yeah. is the peak of tribunal and it stops here. <laughs> I'm hoping that's what that happens with the great. tribunal concept. Ooh, I, I would love that. Because it seems yeah, like that's I'm what just, it takes. A few seasons of them overdoing a fucking theme for it to be done.
1: I think I, I'm, I'm just ready for season 36. And I really hope something good happens. Really that that's one of the few good things that could come out of what's going on right now. There's clearly going to be a lot of turnover in the cast, um, both because of what's going on right now and just from what I'm hearing about who's not going to do the next season. Mm. So there's going to be a lot of turnover. It's be uh, good. You can guarantee that MTV is going to be looking to cast more diverse, which they fucking should. And there's a lot of cast members that want to come back. You see your boy, Brandon Nelson. He's trying to come back.
0: Yeah. Oh, I'm so down for Brandon. I fucking love him. Cause Brandon's like, Brandon's like one of those workhorse competitors, you know, he's, yeah, he was a
1: very endearing, likable character on the show. He wants to come back. He's got a family. That'd be great. He's got and a, he's a, wife and a and And he's always got
0: screwed on these seasons. Like, I want to see a season where he's not fucking screwed. But yeah, I mean, I would love for a uh, season 36 phenomenal cast to be released. We'll see. You know, we'll see.
1: Yeah, I, I'm I'm really hoping for it. By the way. Fuck uh, yes, Arlene.
0: Fuck yes. The, the, Fuck the post yes. that I
1: made. Once I saw that Brandon was trying to come back, I was like, you know what? I'm gonna just gather up names of people who I know mm-hmm. have said like, you know, maybe I'd come back. I want to come back if it's right. I'll come back. So I just wanted to spread some positivity and be like, all right, everyone. Hey, for anybody who likes the challenge, and we're on a page called Challenge Fans. So I'm assuming you guys like the challenge. Um, here's all the here's a couple Instagram handles for people that wanna you know might come back on the show or would like to. And MTV's looking at Instagram following. So go throw them a follow or don't. It doesn't matter to me what you guys do. And rest assured, 200 comments later, everyone just be like, this person sucks. That person sucks. I don't want to see these people People anymore. They're fucking boring. It's just like the lack of reading comprehension. The people
0: you put on that list are actually people that I would accept as the right generation to come back. Apart I from a couple, as much. like I think that yeah. there was a good, a good, well-rounded group there of of humans that should come back. Um, yeah, well,
1: apparently the rest of Challenge fans didn't. I so I wish. I
0: but the thing is, That's a lot of the I'm people that, we, that I would want to come back, like Naya and stuff, they don't want to come back. They're so over it. And I agree oh, yeah. with... Naya's
1: very much over it. The, the, she drove the point home this week.
0: Erlene's comment is really spot on. We need turnovers in the behind-the-scenes people at MTV as well. I could not agree. Oh, yeah, we do. That's why we've been more. trying to
1: get on the production team, Earlene. That's why we've been <laughs> trying to get cast. Like we, we, we want to get cast behind the scene. We'll turn this whole fucking show around. I
0: could work audio. All right, so... <laughs> I could work audio. <laughs>
1: <laughs> could could you help TJ and, and be like, "Alright TJ, listen, we're we're not a uh, No, I would want to we're do not game doing design. these horrible overdubs anymore. I would d-
0: yeah, I would definitely want to do like uh the challenge the daily challenge production. That's that's the team I'd want to work on cuz I think that I'd be good at game design. Although you better believe your ass that any season I design is going to have a whole lot of capturing the flags. <laughs> like that's just, mm. It's going to be a lot of that. So, I can't help it. I love a flag challenge. You guys, I just do. All right, let's get in
1: in production early. You're crazy.
0: (laughs) Let's get into the episode. We got the elimination aftermath. Melissa confronting Bananas and Josh about throwing in D. And this is where the start of Melissa's um, like new grudge against Josh begins. I mean, Melissa now hates Josh to the max. This went from zero to fucking 60 in literally 3.5 uh, and it's hilarious. Melissa is so spicy about it. She's saying that Josh has no backbone and da 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 da. da. And this is just the beginning. I mean, shit goes crazy later on. Then we have Sway Lee. They're talking uh, about their game, how much better of a game that they're playing, and how good that they have done so far. Which honestly, congrats to them because they were out so early on Big Brother Zach. Like, it was bad. It was bad. They were just horrible mm-hmm. game players on Big Brother. Um, and then. You have Fessy saying that Swaggy can't really find his place, but I'm kind of confused by that comment because I feel like Swaggy at this point had done really well. He was in a bunch of tribunals. He had uh, you know, a number of, of different alliances that were working. I don't know. I, I didn't really understand what he was saying there. Um, but maybe he's seeing something It's really else. hard
1: to... Uh, that's my issue. One of my issues is it is so hard to comment on this season as a whole because so much of the strategy... And politicking and all that, it. it has just been sucked out of the season. How can one really succeed in this season based on the structure? There's very few people you can point to and be like, oh yeah, they really killed it this season because there's just not that much to do. It's just like, go to a challenge, you know, 50% of the cast gets in either the tribunal or they get questioned and, you know, there's an elimination somewhere. It's just its just yeah. so formulaic. And, and that is one of the things that has really hurt it um
0: i will say the repetition of this discussion of i want to go get my red skull i don't know when i'm gonna have the opportunity oh, yeah. to do it like guys if we had a drinking game of take a shot every time someone says they want to get a red skull and they're not sure when they're gonna have another opportunity to get it we would all be shitface wasted okay shitface wasted after every episode it's like so annoying at this point
1: this trend started with dirty 30 <laughs> Dirty 30 was the first season where it was like, these are the dirtiest players of all time. How dirty can you get? And then we got vendettas. I'm I'm stuck in this game with my biggest vendetta. Everybody's got their biggest vendetta in the house. And, And then we got a little bit of a break from it. You know, you had Final Reckoning. You had both War of the Worlds. And now we're fucking back with this. And they're just pushing the Red Skull So hard. I got to get my red skull. When am I going to have another
0: opportunity? Who knows? When
1: am I going to get to go in this grueling elimination where I throw a couple medicine balls out of this dumpster to get my red skull?
0: It's kind (sighs) of, I mean, it's an editing issue if you think about it. Like how many, how many times, why are we watching them? why the fuck are we watching these things over and over again this repetition when we could be watching funnier scenes like we know that there's actually funnier scenes out there it's not like there's zero comedy happening in the house like people joke around they laugh show us that shit why can't you show us that shit and leave out the repetition we don't need to know that every single person is about is worried about getting a red skull like we just does it even matter i don't feel like it really does i really just don't um so i'm not yeah i don't know i'm sick of this conversation
1: Ooh. Pe- people saying it goes even further back greg saying it goes back to rivals or lean talking about cutthroat maybe i'm wrong i don't know i'll go back i'll take a I don't look i
0: i think it's a lot I worse can certainly in confront recent seasons. my own
1: incorrect statements. i feel like it's worse um, in
0: recent seasons though i feel like like it's so heavily emphasized yeah it's
1: really really uh they're getting the message across i don't know I feel like every episode of this season that we watch, it's like, after it's over, I have to go and watch, you know, the toga party from Battle of the Seasons 1, just so I can cleanse my palate, you know? I just need to remember the good times. Like, okay, I just... Had to struggle through another Total Madness episode. I'm going to go watch the, the Hurricane Toga God, party again. I'll
0: never forget Mike's The Miz's tease. Like, that was so iconic. Yeah, oh, it's my great. God. It's such he had actual great. moves. Like, he had moves.
1: And I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure Mark Long and Eric Neese are both at the party. Like, they they're were. The host, they're the hosts. They were there. They're still at the Toga party. <laughs>
0: oh, it's so fucking funny. Oh, my God. That was such a scandalous little moment. Anyways, oh, so I don't great. know. I just wish they would show us other shit than people just talking about getting their red skull like we get it it's boring and and also i don't even feel like if the season ends in july uh, what, July 15th or something is the finale or whatever it is, then how many more episodes do you have? Quite a few. Like, obviously everyone's going to have ample time to get their Red Skull. It's just a boring ass... Uh, I just... No, not a fan. Anyways... Ashley says
1: it's like they don't trust the intelligence of their viewers. Like, we just might miss... <laughs> yes. Honestly, Ashley, at first, that comment... Uh, uh, I see the... the um, I see what you're saying is how ridiculous that is, but then I think about the actual intelligence of the people in this community that I've been fighting with lately and I'm just like...
0: Like Maybe they're yeah, right. Maybe, they maybe ha- production yeah, maybe is they right. Really do
1: have- yeah, maybe they really do have to do it that way. Oh yeah, I mean, shit, when you've got all these stands watching. Oh, man, I oh, don't
0: know. It's ridiculous. Okay, so <laughs> then we have um, Kyle talking about his Red Skull. Josh and Fessy talk about how he wants to get a Red Skull and how Big Brother has done really well. Corey's looking at pictures of Ryder, who is so fucking cute. Oh my god, that little pink outfit she was wearing. I just, That's a cute baby. Ryder is adorable, you guys. Like that is such a cute child. And I don't just throw that around. I mean, I like babies, don't get me wrong, but wow, she is so cute. So, anyways, they FaceTime and Ryder is like upset with him. So she doesn't want to talk. I don't know if she's, you know, aggressively upset or just like being funny and young. But it ends up um bringing tears to Corey's eyes. He ends up crying to Nelson. It's a really cute little moment there. They have little best buddies and Nelson talking about how Corey has grown because of Ryder, which is really sweet. I think that one of the best things for Corey Ever has been Ryder because you've seen how much better a person he's become, whether it's, you know, on social media or on these shows, you can just see Ryder has definitely changed him and the way him and Cheyenne co-parent is beautiful. I think that's as somebody who came from divorced parents who did not learn how to co-parent well for a very long time watching that is really uh inspiring i feel like they're a good example they're actual role models you know mm-hmm. uh,
1: i would love to sit down with Corey sometime oh God, we can talk about this. being dads i i don't uh we'll, we'll have to see though Corey cory's tough to he's tough to get in touch with he's got you know <laughs> 1.5 million followers so um uh,
0: does he have 1.5 <laughs> it's crazy when i find out that number he's like somewhere between
1: 1.3 and 1.5 that teen mom boost
0: yeah teen mom all right so let me head into the daily challenge tj enters on a tank yet again i would like to note in case you guys don't know about tanks that is not where you drive the tank from so tj being on top he's not driving the tank i hope you guys all know that okay if
1: you guys saw the picture that shani sent out she is a tank expert she wasn't lying she's been on a tank before
0: yeah i'm definitely an expert is really i mean an expert is an understatement i studied tanks for about 10 years Uh, i have a phd in tank science so this is really something that i understand well i'm a tank engineer if you will all right, so we got uh, T J entering. He drives over like a giant pile of rubble. I don't know whatever the fuck it is. And bananas makes a comment: "What the fuck kind of Uber is that?" Hilarious, bananas. So funny. Oh my god, you should really be. You a comedian.
1: know T J lo- T J loves. Yeah, bananas you, should be, about you should be. You should be like a that. comedian,
0: bananas. You should really put that on a Netflix special and make a ton of money. That was just ooh.
1: You know what these challenges are missing when it comes to TJ and Bananas? I think it would be even better if TJ and Michael, this is for you. Uh, If TJ, when Johnny is, you know, really like running through the challenge and struggling, if TJ just cheered him on a little bit and went, come on, brother. Come on, brother. Yo, you should we get this, a cameo
0: brother. from TJ and ask him to say that? And should we just be like, can you please just come on, brother, over and over again?
1: Let's do it even better. Let's get a cameo from Anissa and be like, yo, Anissa, cut us our exclusive come on, brother uh, clip. You know, give that to us. Co- you got this, brother. I love you. Uh. I love you, brother.
0: <laughs> I love you, brother. Wait, I have a really funny thing about this later. Remind me. Okay, so then. Okay. Uh, then TJ announces what the game is. It's called Tanks A Lot. Super creative, guys. Stage one, they have to it's bring. Good third eye blind song. They have to. What is it? It's a song?
1: It, yeah, it's a good third eye blind
0: song. Oh, I thought it was just the way that a kid says thanks a lot
1: no it's actually the song's actually called thanks Tanks a lot, a lot. But i was just going yeah i was Tanks. going off the thanks a, lot, thanks a lot you know pun
0: oh got it got it okay so stage one they bring as much junk from the junkyard as possible to their bins it's like a pretty nice little runaway the two teams with the heaviest bins move on to stage two stage two is essentially just a mad dash where they're dragging these super heavy sleds the first team to get their sleds across the field are in the trap you know team one is josh Corey, casey team two melissa rogan bananas team three anissa Kyle jenny team four nelson nani and swag team five fessy bailey and d and i don't know if anybody caught this because they were obviously not featuring d even for a second this episode but <laughs> bailey and d being on the same team after what happened at last week's challenge interesting interesting yeah, who production we, yeah,
1: who knows if we got anything there mm. um wait, what was what was Corey's team again read, read me off Corey's team
0: Corey's team was josh casey and Corey
1: okay why <laughs> this was my favorite part of the whole episode when they're talk about what they're gonna do to get you know the heaviest haul and josh is like you know we're gonna make sure that we uh get all the metal parts because metal stuff is uh metal stuff's heavier that was Corey's strategy corey came up with it
0: <laughs> wait is that what he said i don't remember this
1: it, he said it a little more eloquently than that but he essentially was just like he essentially was saying Corey came up with the strategy to just you know make sure you get all the metal, you all know, the the metal.
0: pieces. Corey's the, the metal genius pieces guys. are the heaviest. <laughs> and
1: I can, I can imagine Corey doing that. I can imagine Corey being like, guys, look, the metal. We got to find those metal pieces. Was, They're heavier. The
0: The barrel strategy was actually not a bad idea where they were barrel loading. The barrel strategy was great. Yeah, but I don't, really they just strategy. didn't have the tops for it. So they uh, – who was this? It was Team 2. They decided at one point to fill up barrels. Team 2 was – uh, Melissa Rogan and bananas to fill up the little oil barrels, put a top on them, and roll them to the spot, and they would fill them up obviously with really heavy, sort of smaller items. But that yeah. shit did not work. They ended up just dumping it everywhere. That was not um
1: yeah, and T J got a kick out of that <laughs> at the end. He was really laughing.
0: Yeah, did you like that? Boy did you like that? Did you like that? Yeah. yeah. Come on, brother. <laughs> what would be funny is if we made one of those memes, you know, of the um, the gangbang with the girls sitting and everybody's in like the white tank tops. <laughs> you know that meme i think so you know that meme
1: i think <laughs> so I know we it. should
0: make the we should make the girl tj and then all the guys johnny bananas <laughs> that should be hilarious somebody make that meme somebody make uh, that I meme think and we send should it make over.
1: all the guys you know the clear favorites you got johnny Wes ct all right
0: we can make them all the clear favorites you guys but that, it would just you. be johnny yeah. west and ct as
1: long yeah as long as you got ct in there I'm, I'm good with that all
0: right um okay so nani she was pretty impressive she was impressing nelson at least kyle he's saying that this is like his specialty this is the best challenge for him because he's a workhorse um he ends up going for smaller denser heavier items which was actually a great idea a lot of people i think were just lifting clunky giant uh crate things for no reason yeah, corey's team was lifting up
1: all the metal you know that
0: <laughs> they got the it metal weighs more hey metal uh kyle ends up getting his finger stuck which was really scary i because i didn't like that oh my god i so where's my where's my scar hold on it's on this one so this middle finger ups damn dude what did i do to you there's (laughs) there's i don't know if you guys can see it there's a can you see that yeah See that? Yeah, I can. Okay. I can see it now. So that scar um, on my middle finger, nonetheless, happened from a sink at a Chabad on a Shabbat. I was like singing and and, um, clapping with one of my friends. I was sitting on her lap. I was really young. And we were going like this with my hands. And it slid across a sink that hadn't been finished Mm. yet. So it was just like hard metal. Ooh, it was bad. But that's literally what I imagined was happening to Kyle's hand. Because his hand was literally stuck in... The fucking car—it looked like it was jammed in between these two pieces. Yep. Ooh, I just, oh, God. I just—oh my god—I don't know—it gave me the cringe. A little bit of PTSD from that. Anyways, <laughs> um, then move on, and we have another injury. People were getting injured every other minute during this fucking challenge. It was pretty ridiculous. Yeah. Corey's ankle pops. I thought his knee was gonna pop because we had just spoken to Cyrus, who was speaking about Corey's knee problems. So when he started freaking out, I was like, "Uh oh, what happened to his his knee?"
1: Yeah, but it was his ankle. Corey has had some big time injury issues in the past, and Cyrus, as Cyrus said, he's he's bone on bone Mm. in his one knee. God, that's so so bad. And he's young, so think about that.
0: It's Like, oh god, I can't. Tendons and like joints and stuff, like grinding on things, like really freaks me out. Oh my god, it's like I just no. Um, (laughs) anyway, so after that. Uh, we got, uh, oh, this is where TJ is obsessed with the bananas and Kyle's strategy of the bins. And he says, smooth as sandpaper, which was just like, I don't know. That was funny. Um, I'm sure you did not like that. TJ ends up giving them a time warning, which I thought wasn't going to happen. Cause he said that it was going to stop when he tells everybody. So I thought that they were just going to keep them going for ages and then call time randomly, which I much I much would have preferred that. You know, I didn't want them to give warnings and things
1: like a musical chairs approach. I like, yeah, like
0: just like time. And then everybody just had to stop. (laughs) So if somebody was right next to the bin and they didn't get their piece in, that's it. Mm -hmm. That's time. There's so much more room for disappointment in that kind of a strategy, but correct me if I'm
1: wrong. But at, at the end of this, so they, they said who won. They didn't say anything about like how much weight, right? How much weight they accrued. No,
0: they never will tell us that.
1: Exactly. And that is why Never. people look at these challenges now and they're like, OK, this one, this lacks credibility mm. Two, it. Just this is why we have so many conspiracy theories now, because it's so it, it would be so easy for them under this format to say, OK, well, these are our top three teams. This is this is who we want to be in the top three. So this is how we're going to do it. Yeah, it can it be just, all it's weird. Lie. You know, it would be impressive it would be impressive to see the number that the winning team had. Like, wow, Yeah. they got that much, I that much that. weight in there. That's crazy.
0: Well, that's how that you remember it's that oatmeal Army challenge. Do you remember the oatmeal challenge on Fresh Meat One with Fresh Meat One?
1: Yes. Where and then
0: they weighed the bins right yes. in front of them, right? See, that's. The- oh
1: yeah, the one where Coral was was yeah. was running it. <laughs> she yeah her boots. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's like yeah, you know these are oatmeal carry yeah exactly to carry oatmeal exactly that's legendary that
0: quote is phenomenal well i remember them <laughs> weighing the bins right in front of them so the cast even got to see how much they had uh how much oatmeal was in their fucking thing so i feel yep. i feel like it's just so i don't know i don't know how the cast feels about it so tj said they go, last night it
1: came down to a difference of 20 kilos well
0: i yeah, thought it said 10 I mean, kilos
1: i don't know but it would have been nice to I think it was fucking 10. get it yeah, this is a great comment by Mike here. I think Mike might be new to our, our comments. He says, J- Josh wants a Red Skull so bad that he would just like someone to just give him theirs.
0: <laughs> yeah, I won't lie. Josh was That's... annoying me this episode. I know I like Josh. him usually, but wow. <laughs> wow. I guess they they needed someone to fill in the villain spot now that D is being edited out of everything. So they've sort of amplified josh's role in that
1: he just he really does not want to go in he's running out of opportunities here it's really but at the
0: same time at the same time something to note is that i don't think it's really that smart to just run into every single elimination i don't feel like i feel like a lot of them are thinking there's going to be less than there actually is and josh i mean with considering how many episodes there are left josh is on the right track like there's still going to be time for him to go in so i don't know I I people are really eager about the whole thing. It's because of how TJ's announcing it always. He's like, "Oh, if you don't have my red skull, you're not going to qualify for the final," and he keeps amplifying it, but it's like you everybody's pretty much getting a chance to go in. It's not that big of a deal. I
1: have um I have thought of something and when we get to the elimination in a little bit, I will bring it up. But I thought of just a way that someone could have played this season where it would have been truly like, oh, wow. Mm. Instant star making, iconic. It would have made this season relevant. We'll talk about it. I just wanted to give you guys that tease. Oh, okay. We'll get there in like 10 minutes, 15 minutes.
0: All right. So anyway, stage two. Stage two ends up being team five and team three. Those are both the teams with two girls on them. It's Anissa, Kyle, and Jenny versus Fessy, Bailey, and Dee uh jenny mentions how heavy the sleigh is so i really want to know what how many pounds it was does anybody know exactly how many pounds those sleighs were because they looked fucking heavy uh, they looked very heavy they, yeah they
1: uh, obviously i'm sure it was based on like percentage of body weight or something like that i
0: doubt it i think it was probably just girls had a certain amount and guys had a certain amount
1: very interesting yeah i don't think they, they do i don't think they
0: do like body weight percentages i don't think it's like that It's definitely. I mean, it's not Survivor. Things aren't accurate. But, uh, (laughs) but I want to ask you a question right now because this was this was so funny. Did you hear everybody cheering for Nisa? They didn't say like "Go, sister," but did you hear all that? Because this was priceless. Mm -hmm
1: oh i did this
0: was priceless i wish they had said go sister i would have died we love you sister if they had, you got said, this, Nisa. If they had said go sister oh my <laughs> god i would have collapsed to the fucking ground or to, oh, man. to the almost, back of my bed i almost wish
1: that i almost wish that jordan was still in the game because then he would have been able to repay anisa <laughs> for all the encouragement that she gave him
0: uh, oh my god it was just great. so oh what a moment what a moment Okay, so Fessy ends up crossing the finish line first. Everyone's like, Fessy's a different animal. He's a different animal. Yeah, the guy's like six five and a fucking football player. He's definitely a different animal.
1: Yeah, this is pretty much, you know, the what the first or second time all season that someone's been able to show like true physicality and and yeah. If you yeah. built the entire season around this, then you could really justify, you could see who's standing out, like who's really delivering. We, we haven't really had anything like this since the first challenge of the season. We
0: need another kind of free agents type format where a lot of the competitions were individual. We got to see more individual performances and things like that. I feel like we get to see more uh, of each cast member as opposed to how they do in these kind of situations as teams. Yeah. And also a lot of these challenges haven't really been... I mean the designs have all been a bit weak like the first 50% is always cool and then they just fuck it up after I would have been fine with them doing just how like just carrying the thing across or just filling up their bin, to how heavy it is and we also see the scale and we see it being weighed like I would have been fine with just that keeping it simple yeah.
1: whatever well I'm sure that people weren't too happy last night to see during this second stage of the challenge Anissa She's just dying. She's gassing out hardcore. And then the the devil herself, <laughs> the banished one, Dean Nguyen, passes her. Uh,
0: D- goes,
1: zooms right past it's her Nguyen. to get the win for It's Nguyen. Nguyen. No, it's, it's Nguyen. No, it's not. Uh, It's Nguyen. No,
0: it's not. Not according to her. It's the
1: most common last no, name in the world. No, it's not.
0: It's absolutely not. It's Nguyen, according to her. Pronounce her last name correctly. It's not Nguyen. Nguyen. No, it's not.
1: You probably you you probably in your in your spare time secretly say like Nugent. You're probably one of those people. I'm
0: absolutely not. I listened to how to pronounce your last name so many times so we would get it right on the podcast. We never even ended up saying it. But I swear mm-hmm. to god, that's how you pronounce your name. You're saying it wrong. Zach no, is wrong, you guys. If you guys didn't see our Instagram story, by the way, go check it out. I really give in-depth no, detail no, into how wrong Zach is all the time. So you should check that out. It's really good. Um, anyways.
1: When you're only wrong such a small percentage of the time, people got to point it out. Just to document that you are wrong on occasion. So I get it.
0: No, no, no. I understand. No, no. You're really wrong on this one. You're really wrong, you guys. Guys, he's wrong. Okay. So uh let's go through the order fessy's first jenny's second she kills it kyle comes in third bailey comes in fourth bailey proving her strength throughout all this fucking badass and then uh, yeah i loved
1: bailey in this episode comes down to
0: the final two and it's d and anissa and d pulls it out they barely show nguyen
1: her swerves swerve mispronouncing her name
0: her. say it again come on do it right nguyen zach say her name nguyen. right
1: nguyen. It's-, nguyen
0: it's not even How that was- hard Nguyen. It's not, it's just not even that hard. My, my, one of
1: my best friends in the whole world is, his middle name is Nguyen. Nguyen. A
0: middle name versus a last name from different, where is he even from? Is he from the same place as, as D? He's from Vietnam. I don't know if D's from Vietnam.
1: I'm not trying to, I'm not trying to pop that for cred, by the way, guys. People were, you know, people were dragging Jordan. Malik was dragging Jordan so hard online. Like, oh, he's saying he has a black friend and that excuses all this stuff. Like, I don't think that's what he that was saying. That is not what
0: he was saying. In fact, they mentioned that. In fact, they mentioned that.
1: Yeah. He's just trying to like they they're just trying to explain their upbringing and their Greg, there their is no it, the way D and...
0: pronounces it is the correct pronunciation. You can't tell her that she's pronouncing her name wrong. That's ridiculous. <laughs> it's like not how That's not how how it works
1: oh i like i like greg what well, greg is multi- saying when no, is the correct no yep. but you can't say that yep. that's not
0: her last name there are many different names P- these this name is popular in many different places around that oh, region Corey, i love scotty
1: hold That was on, one of my boys when i was hold a hold on poker around
0: watcher. that region and different people pronounce it differently you cannot tell someone how they fucking pronounce their last name that's literally crazy i think i'm right it's not Look,
1: Dee's a, a crazy cokehead now. So maybe she's been. pronouncing It's not. It I wrong actually think time. it's
0: rude to say that, though. It's her fucking. It's her fucking last name. You can't tell her she's pronouncing it wrong. I think
1: Look, that's crazy. it's the most common last name in the entire world, and um, it's not the most common. You know, I'm sure there's a very large majority of people that pronounce it the same way. It's
0: not the most common. It's not the most common. He was born in Vietnam. No, I think it's actually racist to go by this there way. There is an uprising. I'm going to call a, it out. I'm going to call it out. I hashtag think Zach fucking, was right. I think that's fucking racist to say that. To mispronounce a woman's last name and tell her that she's wrong and tell her that the way that she pronounces it is wrong is actually disgusting in my opinion.
1: I'm pronouncing I'm it in the way that I've been told. Is the most common pronunciation is, of the most common last name in the world. That is not
0: the way... It's not the most common last name in the world. Yes, it is. No, it's not. Look it up. Yes, it is. The most common last name in the whole world.
1: Yeah, I'm pretty sure.
0: I don't believe that. Let's look that up. I... Th- I... Nuh-uh.
1: Guys, I didn't, I didn't think I was going to come out of this, this looking good. But you know what? I feel like I'm sitting all right right now. I'm okay with where I'm at. The
0: most popular last name in the world is Wang. So...
1: Well, I bet it's on the top on the top five. So there's all right?
0: that. So there's that. Um, and yeah, exactly, Mike. It crosses over various ethnicities and telling somebody that somebody is fucking wrong and how they pronounce their last name is disgusting. So we're going to stop with that. All right. But it doesn't mean that
1: I'm pronouncing the name incorrectly. But you're
0: pronouncing her last name incorrectly. Maybe somebody else who has the same last name pronounces it that way. and Maybe it's correct for them. All right. Okay maybe it is maybe maybe but i'm not that wrong you're wrong you're wrong you're like really Slow. wrong you're so wrong that guy on a all scale I need is
1: a little bit if
0: i had to if i had to <laughs> i was about to sing with that if i had to rate the wrongness of that i would give it like a 30 out of 10.
1: A little bit of this, a little bit of that. 30. Get to cracking in the club when you hear the shit. That was my jam, man. Dun, dun, dun. That was my jam when that came out. Okay. Right. So um,
0: then we have the winner. So Lisa gets
1: lapped, Satan wins.
0: Then we have the winner. Uh it's Fezzy Bailey and T. God <laughs> uh okay. that's hilarious um the let me go to the house scramble after this pretty there was no choosing anybody for the tribunal so it was just them i'm so over tribunal concept whatever house scramble we have kyle asking everyone to vote for him but everybody in his room that he's asking is in the tribunal so he just starts pointing around he's like you're in the tribunal you're in the tribunal you're in the tribunal what the point of having this conversation <laughs> honestly it was fucking hilarious kyle is so funny Corey also wants to be the house nomination. Finally, people are catching on that being the house nom is probably a good way to go. I wonder what the percentages of people who have won eliminations by being the house vote is. Because I feel like it's it's quite high at this point, now Ooh. I like that. Right? Let's look that up. It seems to be it seems to be like the good route to go. I mean, it seems like you wanna be the house nomination. So, anyways. Uh, well, it didn't work out
1: well for Jordan and Tori, it, as people have, have pointed out. It did
0: not work out well for them. I do believe that maybe it started working out well for the others once they left. So they got the bad luck out the way, and then it was in for the good luck. Uh, then we have Josh. This like little conversation was so weird. He's saying he wants to go in, but only via the tribunal. This part was also annoying me with Josh, Like this whole episode. I was so pleased with Melissa calling him out. Oh, my God. She was just fire this whole yeah, I, I, this whole night she was fire we head straight into the nominations and Corey starts off his speech pulling the daughter card and he goes as everybody knows i have a daughter back home and everybody starts yeah, laughing he was really
1: he was playing that up he
0: laid it on so thick it was beautiful and, and then, then kyle and starts off his speech Everyone knows that I've got a daughter at home. And somebody in the background was like, somewhere. <laughs> it was fucking hilarious. That was uh, really
1: funny. That, that For me, that was a legitimate, like, it took me out of the sour look I had on my face. And I, I just laughed. <laughs> Kyle is really good for that. He's very funny.
0: Kyle's funny, you guys. I know, I, you know, I started off the whole Kyle journey when he first came on to the challenge not liking him because of his Geordie Shore reputation. But I, he has really become one of my favorite Brits, I think, in the cast. Yeah, when
1: Kyle first started, his hair and beard transplant, it it was admittedly too much for me. Like, it just it weirded me out. And now it just looks way more natural. Mm. It looks good now. Mm. He's really put in the work on it. So, I'm okay with that.
0: I, um, yeah, I think... Jamie, we, we were plugging
1: more... your, your stuff that you're writing. <laughs> That's why I tagged you.
0: Oh, yeah. That was way back when, in like the first hour of the podcast. Um, okay, so... So the conversation keeps going. People start voting. Josh, Nani, Swaggy, Rogan, Corey, Anissa, Nelson, and Casey all end up voting for Corey. Bananas, Kyle, and Jenny also end up voting for Kyle. uh Jenny. Corey ends up throwing shade at Jenny, saying that he helped her get the easiest Red Skull. You should vote for me. I mean, it was he, he was already getting the vote. I don't know why i had to dig into Jenny at that point. And then Melissa votes. And Melissa starts it off by saying, I think it's pointless. Everyone knows who I'm voting for. And then Melissa does one of my favorite things. She creates an argument which escalates into her standing up on furniture, which was just fucking beautiful they ended up having this fight i don't know who started the slithering snake thing first but that was fucking funny
1: that was great <laughs> That
0: was fucking funny <laughs> it reminded me do you know the music video to genie in a bottle from christina aguilera yeah of course Christ- i do christina yeah. aguilera so i um i used to always do that dance movie I used to always like go like this like i just walk around <laughs> doing that all the time and it reminded robert- me so much of that
1: <laughs> robert says melissa and vienna went the fuck off on Josh.
0: Which one's Vienna? Oh, the baby. That's her daughter's daughter's (laughs) name. That is so funny. Oh, my God. They actually did. Yo, Melissa's got that pregnancy power. She's got that power. Look, Melissa
1: deserved better. Melissa deserved a... She deserved a better season. Because every time Mm. that she's been on the show, she has been gold. She has really brought it. She brought it so hard on Vendettas. She brought it so hard for one night on Final Reckoning. And then she comes on this season, which has... It has stifled her. It has stifled the Melissa that we know. And she was finally able to come out tonight. And I appreciated it. I really did. She was
0: so funny. Melissa is just gold. The thing is, Melissa is the type... Melissa is kind of similar to what I was like back in the day. Although I still do kind of get this some to some extent... When I start getting mad at someone and I like they do something that just is it's done. You know, like I'm over. I don't fuck with that person whatsoever. I can be the meanest human being and like just I mean you'll you're going to be psychologically cut from the inside to the outside to everywhere and all around. Like that's the way that I feel. From what I've if somebody heard, fucks with me in that kind of way, oh my god, it's just the end all be all because I just get, from oh. what I've heard
1: you had to you almost did that to several people on your New Orleans trip. You really had to hold back. I, I
0: definitely did and not. And not
1: unleash that side.
0: <laughs> yeah, I had people. to hold back to, for, yeah. The, listen, there was, a, some, yes, there was.
1: <laughs> some people just weren't a vibe.
0: Some people were not a vibe, that's facts. But another story that happened to me recently on this December trip, this girl came to stay with me. One of my friends from London, well, not anymore, friend. And she was maybe the worst guest on the face of this planet. I had, like, really shitty um, things going on that day that she was landing with my family. She gave me a week notice that she was coming to. And um, it ended up being that we couldn't stay at my house. So I put us up in one of the nicest hotels in fucking L.A., like, completely paid for everything. She was the biggest brat. She wouldn't want to pay for, like, any Postmates or things. Like, it was just, like, the most insane (laughs) thing. And then at one point, she accused me of stealing money out of her bag. After I had paid for, like, everything, I had just hosted this person so well. I'd been going through so much in my family. It was such an intense time, and I still, like, was there staying with her, doing this whole thing. She would, like, get mad that I wasn't coming out on, you know, like, two of the fucking day plans when I had work to do. It was just was so... Was it D? Was it, D it was wasn't D, out? but it was so bad, you guys. And the second she accused me of stealing cash... I was like, you? And it wasn't, by the way, it wasn't even American cash. She accused me of taking a 50-pound note. So I would have had to go to an exchange place Mm. in order to use it before I even... I mean, it was just out of this world. Out of this world. Oh, man. Jennifer told the same
1: joke as I did in the comments. I'm sorry, Jennifer. There's a delay. (laughs) I wasn't stealing your joke, I promise. I just saw it now. (laughs) That's actually fucking hilarious.
0: Um, But yeah.
1: Earlene says that that you popped off like that to Tina on the the Island 1... Um, virtual challenge game is that true I, I did not play that season. yeah but you
0: guys did not see I popped off on this girl I kicked her out of my hotel room the day of new year she came back she hadn't slept yet <laughs> she hadn't slept yet she had stayed at this guy's place like throughout the whole night I was like you said you were sleeping at what's his face like so obviously you weren't sleeping it's not my fault you didn't get a sleep get a good night's sleep your parents have money they can fucking put you up somewhere get the fuck out of my hotel room I don't want to see you again in my life like literally I was like that I was just like, get out.
1: You, did, you got some Melissa in you. Get out. You. I like, believe get the it. fuck out. Oh,
0: my God. I had no sympathy on that day. Oh, People like that, you can get the fuck away from me. You know what I mean? Like, I'm sorry. It's <laughs> just like there's – my friends are – the thing is I have such incredible friends, Zach, that when somebody comes at me from that low of a standard of human beingness, it's like, get the fuck out of my life. I don't need you. I got people up here. I don't need people down here. You can't even see how low I'm going on the screen, you guys. You can't even see. So, You know what? i hear melissa what a fucking
1: awesome clip
0: i hear melissa i hope,
1: I hope you make sure you cut that clip too that, i don't know if i'm gonna cut that great. clip because
0: this girl's gonna see it and i don't want her to see it that was I don't so shit. awesome she doesn't need to <laughs> she doesn't just, need to know that she's relevant really, in my fucking <laughs> really podcast like drags
1: some people <laughs> that was awesome i told
0: you guys i was feeling sassy all day oh my god i was just annoyed with people like they were just yeah just idiots everywhere
1: yeah, the challenge community really didn't help themselves today. I was fighting with people all over the place.
0: No, they did not. Anyways, Melissa's There's... fight was beautiful. She ends up getting Melissa on the Melissa's stepping
1: up on the table Ooh. was just Ooh. so good. <laughs> and you can see that, you know, she's clearly like 5'2, five, 5'3, five, just this sassy mother to be up there on the table. That's for, for the 5'2, 5'3. You know? And Josh is. And this is why Josh is great, but also why he annoys people. Because Josh isn't like the type of person that's gonna laugh that off. Like he's not gonna see that and laugh. He's gonna fucking take it at face value, and he's gonna react to it. He's <laughs> gonna be like, "Fuck you! Yep. Can't believe you're calling me a snake!" Like he's gonna buy into it. And that was really entertaining. Uh, that that was that was our our morsel, our drop of water in in the desert that uh, this season has has been lately.
0: We have, we need more fights, man. Ooh. On Twitter and there I don't know. Go. I don't know if that was me on Twitter. Wait, did I respond to a Twitter or anything? I do not remember. No, Fabi,
1: that's most likely me It's on most Twitter likely Zach sassy. on Twitter. But Instagram um, is most
0: likely me. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. a good call. Yeah, I, gets, I get sass. Okay, so they end up going through this whole fight. Melissa ends it off with, you're no one to me. You're annoying twit. Like, I don't know who you <laughs> you're are. No you're one no one to, one to me. She kept emphasizing that. I was like, damn, girl. I'm going
1: to use that. Yeah. We both have to use We have to promise that we're both going to use that on someone in our in our life
0: oh i've definitely used that on people before i was like you are literally yeah you're no one to me you're not relevant to me get the fuck out of my life
1: bitch!" i've a couple people in my life that are are i think they're ready for it i think they're deserving of the you're no one to me response
0: yeah you guys you know what if you have people it's actually crazy for the first time ever for the first time ever zach I went and deleted a friend because of their shitty political opinions. Woohoo Damn. I feel like people I feel like people do that all the time and it's really common, but I never do that. I'm very much for open discussion, things like that. Oh, actually wait. The second time. But the first time was because this guy actually believed in uh, a lot of the edicts that created the Holocaust and he hated Jews, so I was like, You gotta go. You know what I mean? So those yeah, were I those really were like political believe... opinions, but not really.
1: Yeah. You you really for whatever reason, I think you're like a magnet for anti-Semitic people on social media. Well, no, They're it's just, just like because I'm an active social
0: you. media human being. And, and mm-hmm. if you're active and you're Jewish, then you're a target. That's just the way it goes, especially for the global <laughs> yeah. world.
1: Greg says that, that Melissa Reeves is listed at 5'7". Is is that her listed height after <laughs> she's standing on a table? Does it take the table into account for, for her to get to 5'7"? Oh, seven? I, wonder how,
0: I wonder how tall the table she's made beautifully her. beautifully short. I don't think I. I don't think she's five three though. Like I'm five three. She looks taller than me.
1: She's a, she's a shorty. I don't know. Some people want me to to tag Challenge High Truther on Twitter and find out how tall. Malice yeah, is.
0: we should get him, we should get them involved since we obviously we don't know who it is, but <laughs> we should get them I will, involved. Uh,
1: I will see if they respond to my tag. You know, it'd be know cool. A lot of people are trying to get a hold of them. It'd
0: be cool if High Truther like came out one day and just revealed themselves. Ooh, that'd be fun. That'd be fun.
1: I think High Truther is honestly just one of those lame people that hides behind a secret identity yeah. and, and they can't, you know, like they can't face Classic the world. Classic
0: challenge stand troll. That's what I think High Truther yeah. is. So, I mean, you know, whatever. We'll see you later, High Truther. All right, Corey gets the vote at the end of this whole thing. They're like, all right, we're putting the vote up. Then we go into the night out. Fuck you. Fuck you, partying animals. Stop parting in front of my face! It's so mean. It's so mean. I'm going to cry about it. Oh my god! Anyway, also
1: we've had we've had so many fiery nights out already that this one was just it, it was so meh. You know, once you've seen Joshua okay, but, swaggy, but do you think it
0: genuinely was meh, or do you think there was a fight that went down with with D that we didn't get to see? Great point. You know, great point. I don't know. Yep. It feels like I mean, D's been a huge cause of drama lately. Now all of a sudden she's not having any fights. I doubt it.
1: I'm sure Dean Rogan had some words on that night
0: out. Yeah, very, very feasible. Um, we do get Casey and Nani, though. There's this whole oh, oh, relationship.
1: Wait. Ashley, Ashley is on it. And it I think it was during this scene. She wants me to bring this up. So they played another offspring song tonight. This 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 was the, the musical choice. We've already had Pretty Fly for a White Guy during the Caleb Bear episode. So tonight, off the same album, Shawnee, off the Americana album, which I know. You're a big fan of. Yes. They played. Uh, the kids aren't all right. But oh, I actually honestly, I know that song. <laughs> yeah, that, that's a that's a notable band. I know that song. The thing, the thing that I just I thought it was a weird place to play that song. It was a weird cue. They went right into the chorus. As a DJ, I just thought that. It was somewhat out of place. They could have used it during the elimination. They could have used the intro. Yo. It didn't really make sense to just come in on the chorus. You
0: guys, we got the DJ perspective. Honestly, that just that's, made me so happy. <laughs> that's,
1: that's the DJ perspective on, on this. I, if I were running the music on this episode and the music has done a fantastic job this season, well, let me make that more circular, um, I would have cued it up a little bit better. Either the intro, the guitar intro to the song, or maybe do like the hook during the elimination. There you go. Wow.
0: Well. Well, guys, I guess we have some edits for the fucking sound department so they can get back to work. They can get back to work. I didn't notice that too much. I wasn't thinking about the music, obviously, unless it's Psytrance. It's not going to pop out to me. But this whole little moment, Casey and Nani, Bay thinks that there's, like, feelings developed. Do you think that's genuine or that production just wanted her to say that in her interview? I,
1: I, I feel like production is just...
0: Like, trying to create the storyline. Because yeah. I feel like Casey and Annie are just like really good friends. I don't. I don't know. I mean, listen, I'm not there, but I don't really get the flirty vibe that much from that whole thing.
1: I agree with that. Uh, Jamie says that he thinks that I'm Cara Maria defender, and it's revealed that I'm fighting with myself to drum up
0: yo <laughs> trauma. Oh my god! Wait, where is that? That is so fucking funny. That gets a pin. He's, he's,
1: he's a couple posts. That above. gets a pin. Wow
0: wow Holy that shit. it would be priceless like that'd be a good pr strategy but you don't have the sort of business acumen to think of those kind of things so i get it like i get it you know
1: yeah it's, it's a good point yeah. it's a good point i could never <laughs> could never come up with something like that um <sighs> ashley i still jam to that album occasionally as well um my uh favorite songs on that album are pay the man and uh, have you ever huh. shani you got any favorite songs on the Americana
0: album? Yeah, I've got a... Uh, the Kids Are Alright is, like, my favorite. It's,
1: all alright, alright,
0: all right, cool. It's so good.
1: It's just... Cool, man.
0: It's the best song on that album. Like, I listen to it. I'll throw that on, you know, when I'm just, like, chilling we out. We might start
1: doing podcasts where I make <laughs> like, you listen out. to music that's not Psytrance, and then you're just like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> if we, we you get, listen like, to my music, bids.
0: I'll play you my music, you play me your music. That would be hilarious. Ooh, I like that. <laughs> that would <laughs> okay. be so funny. We're onto
1: something. Yep.
0: Okay, so then we got uh, <laughs> then we got Swaley talking on this night out. Swaggy's super nervous about sending himself down. I kind of got that vibe. If I was Bay, I would have waited. I would have sw- not sent him down. Because if you're not confident going in there, you lose half the battle. Mental is so important. Mental is so important. It's so important. And he definitely wasn't all there. It felt like he was really nervous about the whole thing. So then we go into tribunal. They end up selecting Swaggy Josh and Kyle. Uh, when they put the names up, did you see Nelson's hair? It looked fucking awesome. We have to talk oh, about Nelson's hair. Oh my god. That looked so Nelson, cool. Why doesn't he leave it like that?
1: He legit had like like a his his hair it, he looked like a broccoli head. It was he had unbelievable. Like very aerodynamic and then into the Because it, it was shaped. It was shaped. It was
0: so nicely fucking shaped. I couldn't even believe it. Like he
1: Nelson had a broccoli afro and it looked fucking incredible. It was Guys, it was
0: it, awesome. it was genuinely so cool. Like I want Nelson to rock that hair all the time. I could see and I was thinking if he rocked that with these um light yellow glasses that I have, it would just look so great. Like that's the perfect vibe. Very 70s. <laughs> that's
1: so random. Very 70s. <laughs>
0: they're like the sort of, you know, they it's not like a dark yellow tin It's kind of a lighter yellow tin. You can wear them inside. You know what I mean? Like those kind of cool yeah, he glasses. Did, he
1: did kinda he kinda looked like like he was in house party with Kid and Play a little bit. Yeah, like he... Well, one of my all time favorite movies.
0: I would I wish we gotta see more of that throughout the episode, but we just Jamie's right. Nelson had
1: like four different hairstyles this episode. He, he had the broccoli afro, he had, you know, like straight up baby dreads, he I think he had cornrows at one point.
0: That's so funny. Nellie was doing Nelson is I wonder he's who's a man of many talents I wonder who's doing his hair in the house do you think it's babe I wonder if I wonder like who's doing oh, that all that I don't know it's probably Anissa I feel like Anissa is like the mother yo, she's doing all the hair t-
1: we, Ooh, I'm gonna tweet that can out. we find I'm out tweet and ask him who was doing his hair because Leroy's and,
0: not yeah. in the house you know when Leroy's in the house that he's giving everybody cuts yeah you know what I'm saying
1: yep. Le- yeah the barber and and Leroy yeah Leroy's not styling anyone's hair he's just going like fresh fade. Mm-hmm. Everyone's always got a fresh fresh fade. fade. Like mad
0: fresh fade. Yeah. Uh, But yeah, Nelly. Nelly needs to rock that more. Fuck. I want to message him and just be like, please always wear that hair. (laughs) So they start calling people into tribunal. Swaggy. He wants to go in no matter what. But his headspace still, again, like doesn't really look like it. Kyle says he wants to go in for anything but a puzzle. I'm not sure why he thinks he's even remotely a priority to go in this. And then Josh goes in there. And this I really didn't (laughs) like this moment of Josh. Because first of all. Bay is dating Swaggy, and second of all, Fessy and Swaggy were on the same Big Brother season, and, and on top of that, they were on the same alliance. Zach, I don't know if you know that. Swaggy and Fessy and Bay, they were all on like the world's shittiest Big Brother alliance ever. But they still they were working together. So I don't know why Josh feels like Fessy would have more of an allegiance to him. So that's two for three members on the tribunal who are going to have more of an allegiance towards swaggy than to you why are you so personally offended that these people are sending you down when one of them is dating the other person and the other one is like their og alliance member from their og show i mean it's just i don't know yeah we
1: really need to we need to do a quick analysis of josh does josh have the self-awareness about these things or does he intentionally do this like knowing like does he lean into the drama or does he genuinely like take the bait on some of this stuff?
0: Um I feel like he takes the baits on a lot I of think this
1: stuff. I, I think yeah. he does too. I think he's kinda on that Nelson side. One of the things that I personally love about Nelson is he's got that lack of self awareness or that he's shown at some points in the season and you, you get that genuine outburst. And Josh is the same way, but he's just like, he does it in a much more emotional manner and it really bothers people. But the, his tribunal appearance was so absurd because they were, <laughs> everyone was shocked. They're like, wait, you, you don't want to go in Josh. Yeah. That's kind of what he was saying. He's like, no, I I don't, re- I don't really feel comfortable going in <laughs> Josh. You know, there's only four people that don't have skulls, right? But,
0: yeah. I'm good. Yeah. Cause he didn't want to go through and through the house nomination. He felt like entitled to be able to go in through the, tribunal when the tribunal had so much and on top of that on top of that who was the third member of the tribunal zach it was d the person Mm -hmm. that he just sent in the week prior at what point does he not realize like these three people are are not for me you know These, these guys aren't gonna send me in my priority is so low for everybody up here so it was really weird wait um people are saying so they're married when did they get married did they have, like, a big wedding or not really? Because I don't remember yeah, seeing Yeah, no, I think that, that was a
1: storyline going into the season, like, online, is that they had gotten married in private. Like a small wedding? Or, or something like that, yeah.
0: Yeah, okay. Because I thought that they were, yeah, because they kept saying, like, um, uh, Swaggy's wife, you know, your wife is here, whatever. But I had assumed yeah. that they were only fiancé at that point. But uh, I guess that they had gotten married before that. So tribunal ends. We go into the purgatory, and Fessy votes for Swaggy. D ends up voting for Kyle, and Bailey votes for Swaggy. So at this point, we know Swaggy's gonna go in there. The actual um, elimination—I don't know. I've got thoughts on it. It's called launch button. There's a 40-foot container with buttons scattered throughout. To begin, they start on a harness hanging off the side sides of the container when tj says go they have to swing themselves back and forth pushing as many buttons as they can lighting up the lights on top of the container they have to remember which buttons they push because if they push it again it'll make the light go out first person to have all their lights up wins now i will say that i do like this elimination but i wish it was done for a girl's day i just feel like this is much more of a a girl's elimination
1: yeah i mean you've got swaggy versus cory who really want like who wants to see this yeah no doesn't make sense. No. Uh, also, awful look for Swaggy at the start of this. Mm. It looked like Swaggy has never been on like a swing set in his in his life.
0: This was bad. He's, he's
1: running in air to try and get his momentum up. He's not bouncing off the crate like he's not using his feet to bounce himself off the crate and start to create momentum. He's trying to run sideways through the air yeah
0: they weren't he was not trying to go yeah exactly he wasn't trying to bounce off he was trying to literally like sprint one direction it was fucking hilarious it was just i don't know i wish that we had seen something but more physical but do you think that they chose this because of Corey's ankle
1: possibility um that that might have played into it uh, yeah ashley says the same thing um I don't, I don't know. Also, I do want to point out something that Greg said earlier in the comments. There is definitely a developing trend here. College basketball players on the challenge <laughs> really do not fare well in elimination. We have Swaggy, who is now 0-1 in eliminations. We have Derek Henry, who is 0-76. I think, 76. I think oh he's 0-76 <laughs> in eliminations all time. We have Rafia Medrano. He's zero one. Rafi played a little college played, ball.
0: I didn't realize he played college. That's right, ball.
1: Rafi, Rafi. played some college ball. He's he's zero one all the time. I don't think we'll we'll see Rafi come back to try and uh, improve his record. No,
0: I don't think he's coming back on the show.
1: <laughs> so not a not a good look for college basketball players in the elimination arena thus far.
0: That's actually a funny stat. That's a funny stat. I wonder. I mean, we all, we know that uh, soccer lends itself very well to the challenge, but apparently basketball really does not. Oh, that's a good point. Yeah, Tory you know?
1: Cook, we got some so- West, we got some soccer players yeah. out there. I think soccer um, players
0: do really well on the challenge. Oh, but... Greg,
1: Greg, killing it with the facts. Corey is now four and one against D one athletes in eliminations. So I, I guess he just loses to everyone else. <laughs> he loses to non-D1 athletes, and he, he brings it against the D1 athletes.
0: That's fucking um, funny.
1: I want to give a shout-out to Corey. Zach Cooper, obviously the biggest Corey stan in existence. Zach Cooper, a non-toxic stan. You know, props to him. It can be done, people. Um, he, he was in my DMs as soon as this went down. He was like, recognize the king. He was giving me all that. His boy Corey on, on an injured ankle beats Swaggy. Um, well, impressive I mean
0: the ankle didn't come into play as much and I, I personally no. strongly believe that production did that kind of an elimination because of Corey's ankle they didn't want him to put weight on it so I could, I could definitely I, mean, I didn't think about floating like, him uh, across I see it. a fucking container you know it was really bad I felt like it was this so was obvious
1: just, this was such a a big miss on the production department is that they had this whole, they tried to throw in this whole construct of the elimination, like when you light up all your sirens, you're going to be shot up into the sky. And then after Corey wins, you see him just kind of get dragged up two feet into they literally <laughs> into the sky. elevate him like he's in a school play or something. That was so oh, fucking was funny. Bad.
0: The best, yeah. the, well, the best part about that moment was when Nelson is like, and Corey flies up. Corey gets launched in the air. Woo! It's so funny. <laughs> Nelson is like Ooh, a wow. kid. He's hilarious. Caitlin
1: is asking, "Did I just admit Tori is good?"
0: Ooh, hmm. yes. I believe he did. I like can uh-huh. recant some
1: of my statements. Uh-huh. That, okay, I believe he did, she's won some Caitlin. eliminations. I believe right, he she's did. Won, she's won some eliminations. I will say that. Um, <laughs> so here's something I, I, I want to say. I teased a little bit ago about what I think could have made this season good. Ooh. Okay. Let's say Fessy. Fessy comes into this season as you just look at him and you're like, this guy's a beast. He should be on the challenge. He's so big. Um, and because of the way that the season has been constructed, we haven't really gotten to see that. Like I said earlier, we haven't really gotten to see anyone shine on this season. It's just everybody stepping up. They volunteer, they go in, that's it. Now they're waiting for the final. In my opinion, for Fessy, for example, he could have become an instant legend. If he would have gone into the season and he would have said, you guys can't beat me. I'm gonna throw myself into elimination every chance I get. So let's say Fessy, Fessy, any time he wins his Red Skull, and he's been on the tribunal a couple times since he won his Red Skull, and he beat Jordan in in elimination that Jordan clearly had no chance in. And what if he says like, you know, that was some light work. Mm. I'm not done yet. Next time I get in tribunal. I don't care who's down there. I'm gonna go in and I'm gonna beat you. So he gets in tribunal. He volunteers himself, even though he already has a red skull, and he wins. But
0: why? Why would? He- and then
1: he does it again. Why? For the fucking entertainment factor and for the competition to say I. Yeah, don't but think Zach, any of you with can a million dollar and I'm gonna line. take you out. I'm gonna take you out myself. But that clout, that social clout. Goes so much further. That's how legends really are made. Yeah, but the okay? difference is, the yeah, Zach,
0: The difference is these legends were made when the prizes were like fifty k a person or like ten k a person once you're splitting it with the teams, right? Now it's a million dollars. That's a lot higher of a reward to rent. I understand
1: that portion of it, but all all I'm saying is, look, and we've seen where we've seen where the way that everyone has played this season has gotten us. It's one big homogenized. It's
0: one big Hakuna Matata. Stale.
1: <laughs> Yeah, see yeah, exactly. You needed that wild card. You needed someone who said, I don't give a fuck. I'm gonna keep going down there and just whooping everyone's ass because it's I'm kind a beast of, I mean, and you guys had can't Jay. keep up with me.
0: We kind of had Jay with that no, sort of attitude, no, but it wasn't the was same, not, obviously.
1: Uh, that was not what I'm trying to I talking just don't about, think that right? you
0: I don't think that you will ever find anybody who is going to come into a game for a million dollars and play that kind of way.
1: That is what that is what makes people stand out. You have to zig when everyone when everyone or when everyone's zigging you have to zag, as they say. But everybody right, who's be done like that. Alton. But ev- you got to be like Alton Inferno 3. I'm going to set the Okay, the but pace again, for my again, team. what was the prize that they were
0: making there. in Inferno 3? Like by the time they all split it, you know, it was nothing. This shit was nothing. It's so different. I don't think Alton would be doing the same. I don't think Alton of that time would be doing the same thing now, you know.
1: You know what, Shani? I'm really offended because I really liked what I came up with, I, and you're just <laughs> not agreeing with it. I'm just, uh, I, honestly. No, I,
0: I, I don't, think you need I to be canceled because disag- you're bullying. I her. don't disagree. Shut the fuck up. I don't disagree that that would make the season better. I just don't think it's possible to find somebody who's going to want to play the game that way. You know what I mean? Well, Fessy
1: would have been that guy because really, who could beat him in anything? We haven't seen it yet.
0: Yeah, but you don't know how he isn't on a harness. Like today was such exactly. a weird. Exactly. That's
1: why, and that's why he should have gone down and proved himself. He should have been like, I'm gonna i'm gonna take you out myself man i don't
0: know let's go i don't let's do it i don't know i think that's just wishful thinking you're looking for some my my, that my idea my idea for making the season better is much more rational which is that they should have stopped these strong people from going into elimination and getting these skulls is i mean it's yeah stupid. they definitely should have
1: done that and they screwed up on that from the very first elimination they screwed that up um <laughs>
0: Oh, uh, people are really... people. Yeah, yeah people are sad for you, Zach. You know, when I crush you, it's just the no, way it b- works.
1: Bottom line, if you wanted to make some real drama this season, have someone who already has a red skull throw themselves in and win. And people would always, from that point on, praise you. And you would be able to at least justify some of that. Uh,
0: listen, Erlene is welcoming me into the uh, bowling Zach Club. And <clears throat> honestly, I feel very at home there, so... I am at peace with the way in which I reacted. Um, um,
1: Robert <laughs> wants to see us do a top, uh, an episode, Top 10 Males and Females. Yes,
0: you guys, I have been very crazy busy with work, but once this season is over, we will not stop the podcast like we usually do. We will not do a hiatus. We have many episodes planned. We have our trivia challenge planned, and we have quite a few Top 10 um, ideas or top so and so number ideas of episodes that we'll do. So we'll definitely keep the content coming in that way. Don't you worry, okay? Also, Zorro. Robert, at
1: one point, maybe like sometime last year, I remember that we did our top five females just on the spot, and Shawnee put Georgia in her top five all time. Just throw that did out I put, there.
0: Did I? Did I put Georgia in there? I don't think I did. I don't
1: think Georgia's still gonna be in there at this point. I if I, I had to plan. guess, but I don't know
0: if we did. Why? What did Georgia do now?
1: No I'm just saying it it was it was a it was a, a pretty eye-opening pick at the time and uh, and uh, i i don't know if you'd stand by it at this point i don't know
0: if i would either i can't believe i actually put her in there as my top you just love george like,
1: you I know do, what screw I'm, it I'm, george is my number five. Oh,
0: i think i did <laughs> do that yeah yeah because i was i was also that was partially because uh i was lazy in the moment i vividly remember thinking like i'm not going to come up with another person here so uh, you didn't want to give
1: sarah rice credit so what happened well
0: sarah is definitely not in my top five females that's outrageous that is outrageous she's in mine outrageous it's really not mm.
1: it's really not so outrageous I
0: think it is a bad when's idea. the next
1: challenger coming on the podcast uh, oh well we, we got will... a
0: Instagram message from a little certain someone while we were live so we will announce that later ooh I
1: didn't know that
0: yes you didn't let's it wrap happened this show while up because we were... I want
1: to find out who it is yeah, it happened
0: while we were live what can you do all right you guys uh thank you so much for tuning in oh wait before we go i want to ask you guys did you see the gash on Corey's neck there was like this gash on his neck after the uh after the elimination i couldn't believe it it looked fucking huge did you not notice that okay i don't know if you guys noticed that maybe it was from the daily challenge but i wonder if it was from the uh from the elimination that would have been crazy
1: was it like how we were supposed to uh, notice the, the lesions that were growing on Justin's neck and 13 Reasons Why, even though it was never actually pointed out to us?
0: Okay, you guys, th- that show pissed me off. Uh, I don't know if you guys have seen it. I want to bring out spoilers, but I will say well, that. The, the most recent season. Yeah, I will say yeah. this. There are far too many unnecessary deaths on that show, and it is just hurtful. You don't have to kill everybody; like it's unnecessary. You don't need to literally rip our hearts out for no fucking reason. All right, that's all. I'll say. I will say
1: this: you you can't expect a show to make sense when we're supposed to believe that like four different characters are hallucinating ghosts. <laughs> you can't drive the plot that way. Everyone sees ghosts. You don't see. Oh, shit. You
0: don't see ghosts, Zach. That's so weird. You don't
1: they're everywhere we
0: don't you, you don't see them oh my god wow wow see i knew i always had powers <sighs> are right, you guys all right. thank you so much for tuning in don't forget to check out our website we got all of our recaps coming out jennifer's is ready it's going to be out tomorrow uh hannah's will likely be out either tomorrow or saturday and then also her game her quiz so you know look out for that the quizzes are so much fun uh we'll probably post that on saturday and yeah follow us on all the social media platforms i'm at shawnee Suisa. this is at zcal 77 my instagram is actually public now you guys that's kind of a big update nice. in my life i, I converted i converted i've actually gotten quite a few more followers since then so i'm at like the yeah you know so going public yes, might so have been go. might have been beneficial for me you know a little beneficial. Yep uh feel free to message us on all the platforms if you have anything to say if you are a poc or a black member of our community and you want to get your voice heard and your thoughts out about everything that's going on mtv and blm and all that's happening please message us we would love to publish your submissions and publish your voice and amplify all of that so uh check us out podcast and sanacpodcast.com. our website is awesome you know what i'm saying also last thing before we do head out don't forget to visit our sponsor stitcher premium it's stitcher.com forward slash premium you get to listen to all of your favorite shows ad free and they're awesome don't forget to use our promo code syniac Woo! chef shawnee don't listen to the stand chef shawnee is an icon thank you so much for that i really appreciate chef that <laughs> Wait, can I pin that before we end this live? Chef yeah, that's Shiny. Awesome. Chef Shiny. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> I actually tagged Gordon Ramsay today in this uh, one of my stories because somebody in my family cut an avocado horizontally. Like, you know what I'm saying? Oh my god, it was just absolutely outrageous. I opened my fridge and there is an avocado cut horizontally and it looks like a nipple almost. It looks like a boob. I don't know why they would ever do that. I do not know why.
1: Culture. I
0: know. I know. Honestly, it's crazy. It has to be my dad. There's nobody that else would do that. Like, just crazy. (laughs) Whatever, you guys. I love you so much. We will see you all next week. Bye.